Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio. Mathematically impossible. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. And today we're also joined by special guest Sam Loy, former producer of Movie Maintenance and current host of Human Ordinary. Hi, how you going? Yeah. A big Bomber supporter? A huge Bomber supporter. You actually rocked up today wearing an Essendon scarf, yep. a jumper, and then took off the jumper, which was an Essendon jumper, and you're yeah. wearing an Essendon jersey underneath. That's it, old school. Yeah, old school vintage jersey. jersey yeah, yeah, yeah. Old yeah, AFL logo, collar. Knitted, knitted cotton. Oh. Yeah. Yep, still How good is that smells. jumper, Sean? I feel like all of this was to mock me because, as we know, Dusha and Sam's team the knocked my team out of the finals race. What was... <laughs> 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 and on that note, guys, how good's footy? Well, look, for you, this is... I did say last week that we needed Brisbane to win for this show to, like, continue. I'm really... Sean, immediately after the result, left the group chat. <laughs> Just disappeared. We got we got a torrent of abuse. I fired up. Then time. Sean did, dropped off the chat. And then I got a message about an hour later that just said, I'm okay, Tom. Can you add me back in? <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Of all of the losers in the AFL at the moment, yeah. you know, and Brisbane is a big loser because, I mean, you guys yeah. have only won one, one game. But yep. of all the losers, you would want to be a Brisbane supporter over all of the other teams. It's a good point. I was thinking about the teams that are probably in the bottom five spots. So what have we got? We've got Carlton, Brisbane, Gold St. Kilda. Coast, St. Kilda, and Frio. Mm. Yes. Doggies. Oh, doggies. doggies no, you can throw doggies in there yeah. as well. If I want to be a supporter of any of those teams moving forward, I'm probably pretty happy to be a Brisbane one yeah. right now because yeah. you can see the is, pillars and the, and the, the green Carlton, shoots is, yeah, that are on display. Say, is Carlton yeah. the next one that you want to be? Oh, out of that group? Oh, I don't see, I don't that. know. The rest of them are really problematic. The yeah. Saints, well, the Saints, I honestly don't know. Yeah, St. Kilda could be cooked for years. I can't see Richo keeping his job if what they, what they did on the weekend is the standard for the rest of the season. Richo's probably in huge trouble. Gold Coast, they're, nah, this they're was always going to happen. Because, Gold Coast is a basket case. But they travelled the first 11 weeks. So mm. if you if you look at your fixture and you've got Gold Coast for the rest of the year, you, you could 
have a hundred point win just like that. Yeah, because they're tired, they're stuffed. Yeah, Gold Coast are a house. The problem with Gold Coast though isn't isn't the travel factor. It's the fact that when they were set up, they were built on like haunted Indian burial grounds with <laughs> shitty foundations, and you're like, oh fuck, my house has fallen down and my daughter murdered everyone. It's like, well, yeah, because she's possessed by some kind of fucking awful thing. And your house is shitty. When the AFL set the Gold Coast up, the foundations just weren't mm. there. There just doesn't seem to be any any checks or balances. They they're just gonna the AFL need to kind of do something in the next two years because what's going to happen is in the if they don't in the next two years, Gold Coast will lose May. They'll lose Lynch. They'll lose Swallow. No players will want to go there mm. when they're re- like recruited there. All the players they do get that they develop will look elsewhere as soon as they become free agents. Stuart choose going to get ugly. Stewart mm. is the last chance for that club, I reckon, because if he fails and they get to a point where they have to fire another coach, that's probably it for them, right? Do they have to move to Tassie? <laughs> Tassie won't want him. No, but the <laughs> AFL are going to be really stubborn and be like, no, nah, it's going to work. Oh, we, the AFL will never have totally. so money oh, put heaps of money in. Didn't they, don't they have Barlow on their list? Like, didn't Michael, Michael yeah, Barlow? But he, yeah, but he's been playing in the kneeful because he was coming back from a broken leg, and then in the kneeful he broke his jaw. Jesus, oh, good God! Kept playing though. It, it's oh, inter- interesting that you bring up like, the thing about like religion and and well, you didn't really, but you brought up spirituality and uh, Indian burial grounds and all that. Did you ever hear this story that when Ablett first moved there, the Ablett's quite quite a big. He is there. The go, family are very religious. Yeah, quite a big Bible basher. And when he went up there, he caused quite a bit of a rift in the in the playing group because he got a whole bunch of them who like came to like Bible Bible meetings and all this kind of stuff. And the other half of the group were they were going to Carmichael out. Hunt's house. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They were yeah. going to a different worshiping, but a different altar. <laughs> did you hear this? It like, yeah, I did hear about it. Yeah, yeah. right. There was yeah. people like I honestly think Gary Ablett. Just wasn't suited to captaincy. No, mm. but who did they have up there that was? That's the, the, well, the, the issue. The thing is, if with Ablett, you probably needed to get him up there and then not make him the captain because he was never. This is the thing: he was never in the leadership group at Geelong, and he was never going to be the captain of Geelong because I think he's one of those players. It's a bit like it's a bit like a Nathan Buckley sort of player who is so good. Or Nat Fife apparently had this issue early on. They're so good that they actually can't understand why other people can't be as good as them. Hmm. Like there's I guess a- maybe Franklin, he would probably have a similar thing. Yeah, I, probably. And that's probably why he would never be in a leadership group because you need you need players who are good but can kind of foster people along with them, not Dane players. Yeah. Swan, was he part of the leadership group? No. No. Yeah, I'd probably there not. There's no way anyone at Collingwood was putting him in charge of anything except the yeah. end of season trip. <laughs> you, you almost never want your best player to be your captain. I'm actually trying to think of it now, like... Well, I mean, probably Scott Pendlebury, but back in the day, Joel Selwood for us for when so we were before yeah. Dangerfield. Now. Yeah. Heard for us, surely. Heard. I mean, well, there, there we go. Ago. Yeah. See, there's plenty of exceptions to this rule that I've just created. Well, you know, this there is absolutely great. is. But do you but think it's a modern thing, though, Sam? Because I mean, obviously, mm. we had Heard, Buckley, Voss. Mm. But yeah, nowadays, Mick Malthouse yeah. sort of, I guess, steered it a little Watson bit by having what's his player. name? Who was the Collingwood Premiership captain? Nick Maxwell. Far from the best player. Nick Maxwell. Yeah. We had Tom. Geelong had Tom Harley, and then Ling after that. Yeah. Yeah. So who else is there? Lee? Darren Glass was the captain for West Sh- Coast. Shannon Hearn is now the captain Shannon for West Coast, Hearn, yeah. so it's not like a gaff or a JJK. Although yeah, I think yeah. I think Kennedy's in the leadership group, but I, I think it's a case of this is very weirdly all, all over the shop. But I think the case of Ablett going to the Gold Coast, he was the right player to get. Yeah, but he shouldn't have been put in charge. They needed they needed mm-hmm. to recruit mm-hmm. like a like they needed they needed to do what um GWS did, which was pick some young guns that. Could become who was the inaugural captain for 
the Giants. I think they shared it. It yeah, was Luke did. Power and Corns and somebody else Dean for Brogan. a year. And Dean Brogan possibly for one year. And then it was um, Scully and Callum Ward, I'm pretty sure, from then on. Phil mm-hmm. Davis. From Phil Davis. And Phil Davis, Phil Davis sorry, is Callum yeah. Ward. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But clearly, I mean, the diff- like what Sheedy did at Giants was so much different from whoever started at, at Gold Guy Coast. McKenna. Yep. Guy McKenna. Well, Guy I mean, McKenna I mean, and she- Marcus come in and he's just going, all right, we are just going to blood all of these youngsters yeah. for years and years. And we're not even going to give a shit about how close we get to a, a, yeah. a victory. That's It was about the design of like the future, designing yep. for the future. And it paid off. Or get guys yeah. have been in the system for two or three years that are looking elsewhere, mm-hmm. like yeah. a Scully, like a Ward, like a Davis. Yeah, like for a while, and it's only just starting to click with me. Well, not necessarily like right now, but I was like, because people talk about like what Shitty did for GWS and like why it was such a good move. And I was like, was it? But now actually looking at it, I'm like, oh, no, of course it fucking was. It was the right thing to do. Like, mm-hmm. especially when you compare it to Gold Coast, which again, are just a dumpster fire of a club. That's so if, if they can't get off the ground this year and if they keep, if, if say the next two years nothing happens, do the AFL pick up the phone and call Kevin and go, hey, do you want to go to want to go to Queensland for, for a couple of years? <laughs> just in a, just well, in a mentor department of director of football. We'll just create some- a title for him and put him up there. You yeah. know, well, you were talking about earlier about how um, Clarko sort of had his coffee because he was having a meeting with Gil. That's what the AFL would be looking at. They'd be looking at Clarko and thinking like, hey, you're maybe reaching the end of your tenure at Hawthorne. Maybe you want like a, a sea change. That's who you'd fucking want up there. Everyone in Melbourne's starting to hate you. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. It might be good to fuck off for a bit. But the AFL would kick in money for sure. Yo, they would. Chichi. Clarko could probably get two and a half million a year or something to coach. Doing goals. a Paul Roosing where he isn't actually coaching. He's just there working with you because he he coached you. Oh yeah. no no no! This in I think in that scenario Clarkson's the coach. Clarkson's I think you coach, get rid of you. Yeah. See, that's harsh. Clarko's not going to go from coaching Haw- a powerhouse like Hawthorne to be like a, a coaching director or whatever up there. No, no, I think the AFL would be like, we want you to, to run the show. Yeah, I think mm. for him to be- oh, well, then, see, I, But I think that shafts due because I think he deserves a team. Well, bear in mind, that's coach. not happening right now. Like, Jew is obviously going to get this season and they'll give him next season. He's probably got a three-year contract. Yeah. He's mm. safe until the end of next year, you would think, at least. He's going to lose Tom Lynch. I think so, too. He just doesn't look oh, interested. God, yeah. God, I, I don't no, know how they left. can keep him. Do you remember Brereton made- I, I think this is the- the best argument for Tom Lynch leaving. And it's like, do you want to play the rest of your career at an underperforming team in front of under 10,000 people or come and play for a club that's going to have, you know, big crowds, 90,000 people? You get to play Queen's mm. birthday like today and there's yeah. 80,000 people there screaming. Yep. Yeah. Mm. What, what's the game's all about? Not fucking seven blokes rocking up to be like, yeah, I guess. Did you see the yeah. crowd at that game? It was abysmal. Yeah. How many? Do you know the numbers oh, exactly? I, it wouldn't be. It would be. It would be like a sellout at Shanghai. So about- <laughs> and they would stack the audience, the camera side, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So, so my my symbolic. my parents have been to Spotless to watch like a Geelong Giants game way back, and they said that you just get heaps of free shit. Like they just give stuff away. You can sit anywhere you want because mm. they're just trying to get people in. Yeah, right. um, and we had a guy who worked for the Suns come and talk to us about like customer service stuff at work, and he was saying that at Metricom, what they're trying to do is they're not trying to compete with the rugby or the soccer or any of the other sports. They're trying to compete with dream world and movie world. So they're trying to make the attraction, the football, a better choice than going to Wet and Wild for the weekend. Okay. Mm, Which is interesting and makes more sense because it's like we're never going to get the rugby people to come to the footy. Like you're just not you get it you're just not going to get it. It's not going to happen. In the same way that I'm not going to go and be like, yeah, all right, state of origin. You can do anything you want though, but at a certain point People need to see success because you have like you I remember being official. back in primary school and barracking for a shit team. And imagine being in primary school for 
the entire time you're in school of your team shit because that's what's happening with some clubs now. Like yeah. Carlton have been down for so long. If you're if you're 12 years old and you back for Brisbane, you've seen like one final ever. Do you know what I mean? Stuff like that. It's kids yeah. who will probably be like, I'm sick of getting picked on at school on Monday because my team's shit. To be honest, though, and Essendon, I'll go play something Essendon else. Essendon are almost in that category at this point. We, it has been a long time. Uh, you made finals, though. We, we haven't made won finals. one for a while. Yeah, we haven't won one. But you win games. We've made finals twice in the last nine years, and we got killed Dusha, in both finals. Essendon's maybe the best example just because of all the off-field shit that happened yeah. for four, mm. four to five years as well. So there would be a lot of people who, within your supporter base, are probably fatigued and sick of footy. Probably. Well, I was, I was talking about this with a mate, and, and we agreed that us Essendon fans, mm. I think, can now be referred to as long-suffering. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think we're entitled to it. We have a strong finish, then maybe we're going to lose a long suffering thing because we're like, ah, oh, bright future. Yeah. <laughs> if they cook this season like they seem like they're on track to do, long suffering for sure. Yeah. yeah See, we, we had that. Just long had get- that in the 90s and early 2000s, I think. What, and then we lost that. A couple of minutes. We were. We- <laughs> Okay, fine. How many grand finals did we lose in those that nineties period? Every single one we Can't fucking remember. played in. A lot of that whole period is just a bit of a blur for me, you know. <laughs> you kept winning. Yeah. No, I was like late teens, early twenties. So, you know, can't, can't remember much. Oh, um, just before we get away from it too much, I just found the official figures for the uh, Gold Coast GWS attendance: seven thousand one hundred and thirty-one people. I reckon the that's people, bullshit. The too. people of Tasmania should march on <laughs> AF. Get on a boat. <laughs> then march on AFL House. That is, ho- if you're a Tasmanian who like people are like, oh, it's difficult though because of the Hobart Launceston thing. At this point, Tassie don't give a shit. They will take any team. If you gave Tasmania a team that said this is your team, they play five of their, they play ten home games a year. Five of them are in Hobart. Five of them are in Launceston. People would be like, yeah, great, and it'd be better than watching the. You, oh my god, how big is the stadium down there they play at in Tassie? I probably about the same size as the one at Spotless. Like, that, yeah. do they, well, do they well, pack it, it out? I'm sure it'd fit seven thousand. So. Yeah, yeah. No, but <laughs> if you if you pumped the money that they've pumped into the clubs in Queensland and in New South Wales, and you renovated some of those stadiums, you could you could make them 30, 20, 30,000 seaters. Yeah, mm. and that's that's what Geelong is. 30, I'm on board this Brutech stadium because I think if you put a team in Tassie, even if the numbers are smaller, it's a very vocal and passionate support base rather yeah. than the rugby guys up there. And exactly. also, mm. I, like. So many great AFL players have come from Tasmanian footy. You get like Richo behind this team and like Russell Robinson, who are great media and faces of clubs. Alistair Lynch was from Tassie. Alistair as well. Lynch. Uh, is Clarkson Tassie? No. Probably keep him away from it. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't get him down there. What'd well, you do about the name? Because I mean, Tassie doesn't get a lot of sun. Could it be like the, the Tassie Overcasts? Well, no, so you don't. <laughs> You Tassie, do, you Tassie get- negative three. <laughs> um, no, you don't. You don't move the Suns there. What you do is you fold the Suns. Sure. Yeah. Move all of their footballing department stuff to Tasmania, and basically that would be fucking huge. The to players, the players at the Suns get to go everywhere else. Yeah. Right. Or and some yeah. could go with to Tassie. Some of them might want to be like, no, nah, I'll go to Tassie and play in Tassie. Mm. College Asney, he's from Tassie. Is it like a Brisbane Lions situation when they merged and Fitzroy just Fitzroy? I think seven players went up, and that was it. Yeah, I reckon you do that. You fit through them. Oh, fuck, mm. that would fire sale in 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 two or three years. If they in two years, if they're still giving us this shit, you you fit through them. I don't think the AFL are brave enough to are do brave that. enough to be like, oh, we were wrong. Sorry. Well, no, the AFL will never admit they're wrong. The AFL is just going to pump more money into it until it works. 
But that's the problem. It won't. No, but the <laughs> AFL won't see it like that. No, I, I understand. Yeah. But- the AFL will find a way to spin it that they're doing the competition a favor or something by doing it. They'll be like, hey, salary cups, they're abolished except for 17 out of the 18 clubs. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be about yeah. e- they'll, they'll, they'll do it under equalization. Because equal- I, I think in the last few years, the equalization thing has worked because it's become any team can win it, mm. you know. Technically, yeah. Whose equalisation idea was it in the last week? It was someone in the media who said if a team hasn't played finals for what maybe like five years in a row, then they get a, a priority pick. But the priority pick would be at the end of round one. So, for instance, say Brisbane finished second bottom, they get pick two, and then they'll get like pick 20, 20 or, or 21 or something. That's not a bad idea. Mm. Because then- that, I mean, ca- that sounds that does sound Kane Cornsy. <laughs> I don't think it's a terrible idea. Or Robert Wolsey. If teams have been down for that long, though, how many other in the seasons. AFL that haven't played finals in that period of time? Brisbane, Carlton. Brisbane, Carlton. Oh, Carlton? Yeah. No, when, when Carlton was... played finals. No, 2013, when you got kicked out. out. Yeah. Was 2013. Right, well, there you go. And they won one, so. Oh, fuck them. Yeah, they beat Richmond. Yeah. Uh, St. <laughs> K- oh, no, St. Kilda played finals, but not for five years, I don't reckon. Maybe it's a three-year two... three thing. No, uh, three years is too soon. Three years to- of no finals. Yeah. You get an extra pick in the 20s. Yeah, but like... Nah, it needs to be five years. So, Brisbane get one. Gold Coast get one. <laughs> so, Frio, it's just Queensland. Frio, Frio get one. I don't know. So Frio. I reckon all this priority yeah. pick stuff. Like- 2013 was their last finals appearance. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. No. Oh, no, wait. No, they cooked it the year after too. Yeah, no. Frio, but, no. But the way that the whole game and the way that they work out this this stuff is that, you know... Teams are supposed to do well for, for a little while and then they're supposed to do shit and then yep. they're supposed to do well and it goes in this, this cycle. That's what rebuilding is. Exactly. Yep. And you, all you have to question yourself is like, okay, well, well it, what time period should that cycle be? And then so if a team goes con- consistently shit for longer than that cycle, then maybe you start having those conversations. But, Brisbane. But, but we're, we're, how long is that cycle? I mean, because Brisbane won three in a row yep. 18 years ago. Well, not even. Maybe fifteen years. You know, and and maybe you're supposed to say a cycle's eighteen years because we've got eighteen teams. You know, that so maybe if the system was really to work, everyone takes it in turns winning the flag. You know, it, yeah. it, that's not gonna happen. But and and Brizzy is on the fucking cusk. So I'll, I wanna fucking stop hearing you fucking whinging yeah. <laughs> and all enough. your bullshit because yeah. even though you've only lo- won one game yeah. and I tipped you by the way in that week, I was very proud of myself. Good on you. And I haven't tipped Brisbane since. Um, <laughs> but even though you've only won one game, all of those win, those, those losses have been, what do they say, admirable. They've been admirable losses. Yeah. You know, so shut up. Yeah. All right? Because <laughs> uh... it's coming. It's coming. Next year or the year after, finals, maybe even. I'm going to put flag. this to you, Sam Loy. Yeah. I'm not saying give us a priority pick because personally I don't want one. Mm. Brisbane have been down for 15 years or so. It's their own fault though. Mm. Like to be honest, I'm not. I don't want to have my hand out. Like, give us priority picks because I do believe that Port Adelaide's a good example. They were down the bottom of the ladder. They got a good coach in. They started to believe they had a better system and an off-field structure. West and they came good. It's all about off-field structures. Brisbane had a terrible one for years. So the AFL probably need to be they need to be more concerned with that. They need to, and that's what they've done with Brisbane. And as you said, Brisbane have come up a bit now, even though they're not getting the wins. Mm. It's clear to see that with Chris Fagan and um, David Noble running the club now that. Things are in the right direction, and the AFL put those two guys in essentially. Yeah. So if they can do that, and they've tried, they're trying to do that with Gold Coast. It just remains to be seen whether that's going to actually happen. Mm. But yeah, 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 it's going to happen. Well, Tony Cochran's still in charge of Gold Coast, so it's never going to happen while he's there. <laughs> His arrogance is extraordinary. Um, it's do- almost Geelong like. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> fair. Do we want to dive into this week's games? Now seems like the best time ever. Sure. It's almost like that's the crux of our show. It's talking about games of football that occurred over a weekend. Friday night, Port Adelaide defeated Richmond. Cannot believe it. Oh, are you, are you telling me, Dusha, that um, Richmond lost a game away from the MCG against a team that the played team. finals last year? Yes, I am. Hmm, it's almost like there's a trend and that Richmond are actually not very good. Speaking of trends, uh, our good friend of the show, Hollywood Rants, uh, also (laughs) second week in a row was like, oh, I got a... Bit of a bit of a bump there. What if I just threw myself forward? Wasn't as bad as the first one, and no. it was more he just put a bit of mayo on it. But because the eyes of the footballing world were on him, especially fucking mine, be Cockhead. oh, be smarter, Rance. <laughs> there was a fair bit of mayo. Oh, <laughs> so much mayo, and mm. he looked like if Charlie Dixon had a kick straight, Rance would have been like laughed at mm. because Dixon just kept clunking him. Dixon's the as a player is the opposite of Hollywood Rance, I think. He's just like the tough guy who would never take a dive for a free kick. No, but would kill someone. He would kill them, yeah. With his, <laughs> He's got a Don Pike stare about oh, him. Oh, he's got a Don Pike stare and an axe in the boot of his car. <laughs> he's a lumberjack. He, well, he fucking looks like one. Yeah. There's actually Port Adelaide are full of lumberjacks. There's him, Westhoff. Yeah. There's two. Uh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Richmond, they can't... Hardwick's playing it down because that's his role as coach. But I'd be worried. If they... Say they fluffed one at the G, right? Or that say they have to play finals, first game of the finals, they're up against a Collingwood or a Sydney, right? Sydney in particular. Sydney play very well at the MCG. They play the ground well. They lose to Sydney. They then might win the next round at the G. Then they've got to play a prelim, probably interstate, mm. against like a West, West Coast, Coast mm. for example. Or or, you know, Sydney. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's it's a concerning thing. Good good teams win on the road or at least perform well on the road. And mm. Richmond, again, flat track bullies. Yeah. Softest draw ever. I've talked about this a lot. Fair enough. I mean, the draw hasn't gotten any harder for them, really. Oh, I mean, and when it does, they lose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just it baffles me that by round 10, Brisbane had played more finalists from last year away than Richmond had. I think by round 10, they'd played two. And Brisbane played five. Yeah, like, which is insane. Just ridiculous. And get, um, Gil, get Clarkson on the phone to get Gill on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Have a word. That's the only way. Oh. They only travel against a finalist one more time, I think, this season. They've only got two more interstate trips for the rest of the year. It's GWS Jesus. and... Oh, they do have to go to Eddie Had. Which is- oh, no. Geelong are playing him uh, next week. It's Geelong's home game, so uh, that'll be... At the G? At oh, the G. <laughs> God. You know what? I I hate Geelong. Geelong's just an awful, awful team. With yeah, awful, welcome to the show, Sam. With, with awful people behind them. But <laughs> I I am all in your court when it comes to this this nonsense. And that last year, if you earn, if a team earns the right to have a home game final, then they have a home game final. That's it. Yep. Line in the sand. All right, I've said my. So piece. even if it was against the Bombers. <laughs> You'd let us. So if Geelong playing the Bombers in a final was a Geelong home game, and they're like, "We wanted at GMHBA." Would you go? You'd allow it's got to be there. What? What? what I like why Sam. is it? Why is it that the only team in the entire league who, like, if, you know, Gold Coast wins a home final, it doesn't go. Oh, we'll play it at the MCG. Like it's played at Gold Coast Ground. It's a home final. Bulldogs got shafted by that one a couple of years ago, where they had to play Adelaide at the MCG, not Eddie had, I think, and they yeah. lost. Yeah. What was the year when they changed it? 
Because back in the day, you had to play like um, Brisbane had to play. A, we played a prelim. at the MCG, and that should have been at the Gabba or something. That was because I think by AFL ruling, one prelim final had to be in Melbourne. Yeah, that was a uh, there was a contract with the MCC that used to be that there had to be one game played at the in in the finals at the MCG yeah. every week, mm. and that was that's as part of the new agreement. I don't think that's in there anymore. Probably think- sensible to leave that one out. All right, but let, let's let me ask you about the other team in this equation because we're talking about the Port Richmond game. Like, yep. what about Port? I mean, what what do we make of them? Are they pretenders they- or are they the real thing? Well, they won ugly, which is you know good. Yeah. <laughs> and and Richmond came at them, and a lesser team would have probably we caved, caved, and they didn't. Yeah, Port are kind of a team where they're going to make finals. I imagine mm. they were trailing at quarter time too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they claw their way back. Mm. Um, and they didn't. They didn't kick a goal for the last quarter, mind you. The last quarter was pretty dead. From yeah, both, from both sides. Yeah, they're good. I just, I just love Hinkley. I think Hinkley's my favourite coach in the league. He gets fired up. I think he's awesome. I, I have a very strange relationship with Port because as a club, I don't mind them. Fucking, fucking hate Koshy. It's just so oh. much. <laughs> oh yeah, I just. So I can't ever get excited about them because the the like the idea that Port winning or doing something good fills him with happiness sours me. Mm. <laughs> I hate Port too. I can't get behind them. Yeah, well, that's because they hurt you. They hear they yeah. It's, yeah. See, there's players of Port that I like though. Like Wingard and Wines were awesome after Wingard's had like a couple of quiet weeks. Mm. They they decided, oh well, we'll, we'll take you out of the forward line and put you on the ball. Robbie Gray is really fucking good, and if he played for Victorian side, you'd hear about him every day. Yep. There's there's some good there's some good players at Port, and you got to mm. remember they've. They've got a lot of new guys on their list that are learning how to play in their system. I bunch of TCs, you mean? Or <laughs> sure, yeah. no, but yeah, yeah. They do you guys do. think Wines will stay? He's. It's, can I say Wines is? I. It's really refreshing to hear Wines talk about his contract because this week he was interviewed about it and he said this is probably the last opportunity I'll have to consider going home to Victoria because he said I imagine this contract to be a five or six year contract and by that stage. I'm entrenched wherever I am. Yeah. So he's actually openly said, I am considering, because mm. it's the last opportunity for me to do so, a move home, which I'm like, that's good. I like that level of transparency. Yeah. Mm-mm. Hinkley came out and said that he 100% believed that Wines would sign on. And I imagine his next contract would be five to six years, Travis Boak steps down as captain at the end of this season and yeah. Wines takes over it next year. Yeah. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Right. And if there's a captaincy involved, because he's not going to be a captain if he goes somewhere else, but he will be the captain of Port Adelaide. Yeah. So it's like, do you want to be the captain of this club? Yeah, then you stay. So does, does that mean that he's the captain and his two quads are the vice captain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, he's enormous, those he legs. They could kill yeah, like yeah. a person. I wonder like, if, you could, if you gave him like a melon, could he crush them between his legs? <laughs> I reckon. In fact, I'm always about money on. <laughs> How much money? No. <laughs> Who's his best friend at Melbourne? Ah, uh, Viney. Viney. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Imagine Wines in, in the Melbourne midfield. Oh, Jack Viney. I, I would. You can have any player off the Essendon list if I could have Jack Viney at Essendon. Oh, Fickle. Favorite player in the league. Non-Essendon player. Yeah. Love Jack Viney. Who's your favorite Essendon player? Uh, Currently. I, I, I really like Orazio. I love yep. Raz. Yep. Uh, Hurley. Kelly, yep. Love Hurley. Um, Were you yeah. one of the f- fans about six or seven years ago that couldn't stand him? 
maybe. Yeah, like, look. <laughs> I'll be Wait, honest. When he was forward? Yes, yeah. say, yeah. yeah. When he was in forward, every time he took a mark, I'm like, for fuck's sake, why are you kicking it to this guy? Yeah, totally. Well, it's much the same with Hooker. Like, once yeah. Hooker's in the back line, I'm like, yeah. Oh, no, I love, love him up forward. I love him uh, everywhere. No. You love, you love, is Kyle Hooker your favorite player? Nah, oh, nah, I don't think so. You just love him because he's a fucking dog, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the appeal. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a pretty scraggy it's a- dog. <laughs> But I've, got, I've got some badges though. I got bad. I got Tipper. Yeah. Oh yeah. Got, Tipper's got, so good to watch. Zach. Yep. And I got soft spot for Trav. Fair oh, enough. Travis Cole. Yeah. He, he, Travis he played in the VFL this weekend. I'm pretty sure. Good. Get back. He's on the it, comeback Travis. trail. I'm, Get I believe. Back into it. Who's your favourite player when you were a kid, Sam? A Paul Salmon. That's the number. Oh, I've got of course. Back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Were you Paul there the Salmon. day that he kicked? What was it? He kicked 13 and Ablett Senior kicked 15. Probably. I probably wasn't there, but they're in spirit. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> I lived in Sydney for like when I was like seven until I don't know when fifteen. How did so, you not get on the rugby train? Just, it, rugby's a really bad sport. Have you ever watched it? <laughs> it is. Have you ever watched it? It's, it's so bad. I had to watch it this week. Oh, State of Origin. Man, one time when we were living in Townsville, which is far north Queensland, and like we got given these like box seats in this little box, and we got like plied with grog and all that to watch the Cowboys play some team. I spent most of the on my phone watching the footy scores go up and down. <laughs> like it is such a boring sport. It's there's terrible. there's no atmosphere either. Oh, they're, they're sort of like, oh yep, yeah, you carried the ball a bit. Well done. Exactly. Well, watching it, and for our listeners that haven't been to an AFL game, this is literally how it sounds. So you hear the whistle, then all of a sudden it'd be like, ooh, ball, <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> oh, but actually, the whole game. If uh, if we're if we're happy, this is a nice segue for me to go to the next game. If we're talking about reactions to games, are we happy to go on to the next game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Great, 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 great. Geelong Cats defeated North Melbourne Kangaroos. You fucking better believe they did. And this was a very, very, very big danger game. This you. was a ma- yeah. this is a massive danger game, and they got back within ten points in the last quarter. This is probably one of the. Better games I've seen Geelong play for the whole four quarters. Probably with the Port Adelaide game, and we just stayed strong the whole way through. So this year, we've talked before on this show about um, standing up in your chair to cheer a goal. And hey, you don't do it for every goal because that's dumb. It has to be earned, yeah. It has to be earned. So I haven't done that all... I've done that once. Surely when... Fucking Gary's drilled one from Hang 50, on. you've stood up. Just wait a second. You've done it once for the whole season? Are you going to say that? I've done it. I, I've stood up uh, maybe twice for the whole season. Mate, Fuck. fucking hell. No, Get no, behind no. your team. No, 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 no. But I've, I've cheered. I've got behind it, but I've never had that the momentum lift because it's often been from good goals from set shots. We're kicking more from <sighs> set shots. You're like one of those supporters that takes a bloody cheese tray to the game. Uh, <laughs> You're a cheese we, tray supporter. We do bring a Tupperware container full of cabana and cheese. Did you get a blank? Did you get I'm a blank not even out, kidding. Mate? My dad brings a little container of cabana and cheese and savoury shapes, and we munch on those at halftime. Did you get a blanket out on your on your cold knees? My mum wears a blanket on her cold knees. Did bloody Terence tell me? Does Terence get out of his seat more than twice this year? Oh yeah. Good. Thank uh, God. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. what the show needed. <clears throat> um, but no. Fucking so. Hell. I've been to one game this year. I can I got out of my chair four or five times in that one fucking game. Well, the thing was, again, I just haven't felt that they've been big momentum-changing goals, with the exception of I didn't want to stand in the Port Adelaide game because I thought if sick. I did stand at the Port Adelaide game, someone would stab me in the back of the head, which is fair. Um, but to, to clarify, this game is the reason I say this game is one of the better games we've played is I stood, I reckon, 
four or five times. Make during, it up for lost time, I think. Probably. But during that last quarter where we kicked those five goals on that burst that just buried North, and when when Gary Ablett ran into the 50, I tell you what, people lost their fucking minds. <laughs> and it was it was the noise. Sometimes Geelong supporters at the ground get criticised for not being very vocal yeah. during games. They were raucous. The umpires, I don't think, actually got out of Geelong because they were being booed that third quarter. I I don't normally boo umpires. I was getting in on it just because they were bad. But the crowd was off its face and so right. They should have been. It was fucking awesome. Cop that lesser, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, you go down for every game, do you? I go down for yeah most games yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, if I'm not working or otherwise <clears throat> goes down engaged. firmly plants himself in the seat doesn't stand up <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay uh, Carlton game what would I've stood up in that Carlton game what about that Sydney game ah oh, when would I what about the Essendon game when would I've stood up during that Essendon game I um, oh, actually any no team, any time your team needs it can I say support? that's right I actually yeah. want to I actually want maybe if someone had fucking stood up in your team. Can I, oh. can I say, I want to walk that back a bit because there's actually been times where I've stood up at home. So watching it on TV at home. Uh-huh. So in the West Coast game, when we got back into it, I stood up at home. Gold Coast game, stood up a lot. Yeah. Because uh, mm. smashed them. Standing up off your couch is easy, mate. It's having the courage to do it at the ground. That's, <laughs> that, doing it, it, lifts, it lifts your boys. Do you want to know the time I stood first for the year? When? was in the Hawthorne game when Parfit kicked that goal to level the scores with yeah. two minutes to go. That was a good one. Surrounded by a Hawthorne lady who kept fucking correcting me when I'd argue about a free kick that was dubious. And she'd be like, well, actually, he's done this. And I'm like, lady, you're 85, and that's the only reason why I haven't punched you in the head. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I stand by that. No, great game, good win. Could have been a danger game and probably was a, a good, solid performance from us for the first time this year. And we're starting to get... Injured players back in, and they're just they're they're playing well. They're bringing pressure. I think since like round four, we've conceded. We've only conceded more than sixty points once, and that was against you guys. Best defense in the AFL at the moment. Considering we're missing, you look okay. You look at the outs of that back line. So Lonigan and Mackie retire end of last year. Yep. Taylor and Henderson out pretty much all year with injuries. You've got Mark Blitzarz playing at fullback for the first time. Playing very well. Playing very well. Tom Stewart in all Australian form, playing his second year in the system. Guys like Jed Buse, Collar Jasney, who've played like maybe 50 games each. Mm-hmm. And then Jack Henry, who's played like 10 games, was recruited as a forward and they decided to play him in the back line. And he's playing unreal. I love it. It's good. Oh, you should okay. show us how much you love it by standing up more. All right. I'll, I'm going to stand up for the rest of this podcast. You're going to regret that. I you're am. Used, you're not used to it. Oh, my, my poor weak legs. Also, this mic doesn't go up any higher, so like I've got to like squat, and it's not fun. Yeah, maybe mm. just sit down, mate. Yeah, maybe just it. practice it at the game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Hell. disgusted by this revelation. Yeah, it's I've told you this. Mm. It's fucking round twelve, and you've probably been to like what eight, nine games at least. Uh, I've been to every game but the game in West Coast and the game at Metricon. Holy shit! Stand up. It's a lot of sitting down, mate. <laughs> I used to go to the footy at the MCG at the members where, you know, standing up is frowned upon. Like, do, having any sign of emotion is frowned upon in the mm. members. Where do you and think, I would stand up all the time. Where do you think I sit when I go to the MCG? You know where I work. I have to sit in the members. Yeah, so there you go. You know what it's like. Yes, and I'm employed there, so I can't really get too rowdy, no, can excuses, I? excuses, mate. Sam had the courage to stand up. Come on, I Tom. knocked Lift. over two Lift. separate oh. beers in one game because I was standing up. Now, you know what? Mm. I will stand up every goal, Richmond Geelong. <laughs> I'd like for you to challenge here. Yep. 
film one of them and put it on our social media stuff. Done. Done. Just so we believe you. Unless it's unless like we're getting swagged by sixty points. <laughs> no, you still gotta do it. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck, I've stood up for goals worth fifty points down if they've been sick. Oh, I stood up for that Mena Goal goal that you still don't fucking rate, you pieces of shit. <laughs> Because it wasn't goal of the year, let alone goal of the week. Didn't even see it, so what is this? Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, do you know, just from this game before we move on, you know who's a good player? Um, Gary Adler Jr. <laughs> I, I have heard that. So I don't reckon he's going to be much, though. He's not going to make much of himself. Hasn't, hasn't had a good good couple of weeks. Can't no. even grow any hair. No. <laughs> he can't. He's got no eyebrows either. I, I want to know. This, this can be the mystery that our show unearths. I want to know if... If like that's actually a thing that he can't grow eyebrows, or if he shaves them, because like, when he, he had sh- hair, did he have eyebrows? He's got no fucking eyebrows. He's got what's that thing? Alopecia? Is, is, is that what it's called? Or if he's got eyebrows that they're very light, it could be. It could be like he fair. He was a blonde, baby. but he doesn't look like he's got any eyebrows. He doesn't, does he? He doesn't. We're all googling at once. <laughs> Gary Ablett. Oh, he's, he's got a beard though. Here. Oh, he, grow, he, he, he can grow a beard. He can grow a beard, but he just doesn't seem to ever have eyebrows. And I wonder if he shaves his whole head, including yeah. his eyebrows. I've just found a website. Uh, so <laughs> Yahoo Answers. <clears throat> the title of this question is, does Gary Ablett Jr. have eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> or did he shave them to be more aerodynamic? <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, it's fucking working. Did you yeah. see him on the weekend? Just a lazy 30-plus touches. He's now equaled... Mitchell's record of 116 games over with over 30 disposals, which is unreal considering um, four weeks ago, Wayne Carey thought, oh, he's not even in Geelong's best 22. Oh, well, He's now had 60 possessions, in, 60 plus in two weeks and kicked four goals. Um, and he was one of our best players mm. laying tackles. He got so, Sean, yep. 16 contested possessions. I noticed that he lifted in that department. You, against you the better it, opposition, too. So again, exactly. Yep. Was getting, you know, chased around, put into the turf and got back up. I liked he was working quite hard, too. I noticed he was getting a lot of ball, running into the back line, going up forward. It was good. It was a good performance. And, and he actually, I don't know if you saw this because you were at the game, but they were showing close-ups in um, slow motion and all of that. He was actually helping Selwood break his tag as well, yep. putting a lot of work into Selwood's man, getting Selwood free. So good on him. It got Selwood back into the game the second Leadership half. qualities, if not a captain. Yes, Probably yeah. not the captain. Leads no. by example, which is important in a team also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I am um, I'm I'm on the cats again. I was never off them, so I don't know why I said that. Based That's on weird. current form, and if it continues for the rest of the season, can Gary win the Brown though? No. Do you know what's weird? He can. Sam said no, so we'll move on. <clears throat> no, 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 no. Hear me out, right? I'm the, I'm, I'm the guest, mate. <laughs> yeah, we treat our guests fucking terribly we on really this show. <laughs> when Damo was on here, he got ambushed by Sean because Brisbane beat Hawthorne. And then yeah. when John was on last week, we just made fun of rants for two hours. So <laughs> you're going to cop it. This isn't going to be a fun show for you. You'll never want to come back. No, it'll be fun when they get to talk about Essendon. <laughs> um, no, I think he can purely because he's a known vote getter. So even if he's not playing the best games, the umpire's going to give him votes. Because they do. He's been good in probably four or five games, and he's building into form as the season goes on. Fife dropping out means that the that race Tom is- Mitchell will win. No, but he won't. Because when, when's he getting votes besides early? When he gets fucking 50 touches a game. Yeah, but he hasn't done that for ages. And elbows blokes in the head. Oh, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> but like, what I mean is that Hawthorne aren't winning a lot, and there's other players that will steal votes from Mitchell. Dangerfield isn't having a great year and probably won't 
poll amazingly. I think any time a Hawthorne player polls votes, though, it's probably going to be Mitchell. Yeah, probably. Or Smith or Burgoyne. They're the three. Mm. O'Meara? Eh. I, I think Ablett, he's a smoky. I'd be, I'd be you know, it's him or Max Gorn. That's my... Uh, yeah, he could, he could do a Judd. When Judd won his second, it was sort of like... On the back of a yeah. consistent... And yeah, if no, he... No if one it, backed him in. If he keeps playing the way he's playing for the rest of the year, mm. he's probably got six votes from the last two weeks and maybe one or two from earlier in the year. Like, he was amazing in that West Coast game till he did his hammy. I wouldn't be surprised if Dusty won the Brown, though. It's fucking bullshit. he's been shithouse yep. by, his, by his standards. He still would have been polling in games. Mm. And if he comes off the break and has a huge second half of the year. My, my thing with Dusty, though, is I think there. Cochin and those guys are going to steal votes off him. Cochin's, yeah, Cochin's had a Cochin's good game. Sean Edwards. Caddy. Sean, Shane. Caddy. Oh, yeah. Mm. Caddy will steal votes. Uh, Dusty... Yeah, he's riding on the coattails of last season. I'm just saying I like Cochin. Yeah, me too. I like him too. I would, in fact, go as far as describe him as the Glenn McGrath of AFL. (laughs) Whoa, that's um, because he's not a flashy player. He doesn't like. He doesn't do anything where you're like, Jesus Christ. But he just gets the job done. And he's a nice bloke. And he's a good bloke, similar to Glenn McGrath, who's bowling not that interesting to watch. But then he gets. Fucking seven wickets. But then also there's a whole Uwal Glenn McGrath thing, and that was pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what, do have, what do you have for Cochin? Doesn't really work, does it? I hate His your team, but you're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's my chance. Oh. Anyway, Any, yeah. speaking of garbage teams, <clears throat> uh, next game of the round, GWS Giants, in front of a record crowd of 7,100 people, dismantled the Gold Coast Suns by 108 points. And barely looked like they were out of second gear. Yeah, well, at halftime, they'd kick nine goals, nine. Imagine if they were kicking straight. Hey, do you want to know a good stat from this game? Guess, if you will. Now, Sean knows the answer to this question. Actually, no, I think you do too. I also know the So, Sam, Uh. guess how many marks Gold Coast took inside their forward 50 for the game. Oh, wow. Um, Just have a guess. uh, Well, I'm going to go with two. Zero. Zero! First time that has happened since 1999 when the stat was first started being recorded. That's yep. huge. Took zero marks in the forward 50. Yeah, yeah. Tom Lynch is going to stay in that forward line that doesn't take any fucking marks in the in the forward line or oh, gets delivery. Mm, mm. Phil Davis probably took... How many? I want to know how many marks Phil Davis took. Did he just mark all the ball that was coming in? <laughs> I can find out. Give me a second. All right. That's, yeah. Well, Phil Davis took eight marks. Oh, my God. It's... God, they still had 40 inside 50s. My little stats thing you were saying. Gee- what? Gogger said 40. That's what it's saying. Mm. 40 inside 50s, but they only had seven shots on goal. Yep. And a lot of them, oh, a couple, a couple a lot of them, were, a lot of them. Inside 50, zero. A lot of them were from free kicks. Yep. Or cheapies out the back. Good Lord. But uh, no, they they suck. Yeah. And the Giants are okay. I'm I'm still yeah. I'm still not off the Giants. I've, I tipped them in really high at the start of the year. It doesn't look like that's going to happen. But I'm I'm not off them. I still reckon they. Nah, they'll come ninth. I still reckon they're in. We do have long memories on this show, Sam. We do remember you having a crack at us after we said they would miss the finals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Was it just you, Tom, that said it? I can't remember. We all. Got oh no, I said it. it. I had some. I said you had some, them. You said had them finishing ninth. Essendon finishing fucking like fifth or something. I had mm. I had Essendon and Richmond interchangeable fourth and fifth. Mm. Yeah, right. And Adelaide on top. Remember I had Adelaide going to miss yeah, finals I, too. I had Adelaide on top. I think I had Geelong first. You do. I don't know if that's correct. Mm. No, this shit. I put West Coast pretty high in mine, I'm pretty sure. And there's absolutely no way of going back and checking that. So I'm going to presume that I had, I think I had West Coast first 
Adelaide second. Uh, anyone listening? Uh, can we Sydney third? I reckon. Yeah, North yep. fourth. Yep. North, north was in there. Yeah. No, yeah, I reckon. North, I reckon you. I reckon I, you had I, North sixth. Yeah, yeah. Or rated, seventh. Rated them real high. Yeah, yeah you. Well, had, my only fuck up was I also had. I had. A, I think I had North sixth, Essendon seventh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was definitely realistic at the start of the year too, and I said Brisbane would finish in the lower. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like, you were like, predict whilst, finals or anything like that. Uh, a quote, like a famous quote that can be attributed to you. Look, it is a mathematical possibility that Brisbane could make the finals, but unfortunately, I just don't think it's our year this year, boys. Yep. Yep. That sounds like Carney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very accurate. Very, very measured and not bombastic at all. Anyway, um, there's nothing to talk about with this game. It didn't give us a read on any, t- like, on GWS at all, except that Gold mm. Coast fucking garbage. There was no atmosphere at the game. By Jeremy contrast, Cole. the next game was completely different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, it wasn't. No. Uh, that first quarter. St. Kilda was v. Fucked. Sydney. Uh, Sydney won by 71 the, points. The Pride game. The Pride game. Uh, if you're a St. Kilda supporter, nothing to be proud of. No. <laughs> Did you see the footage of Jaron Geary, who's the captain, sitting in the coach's box, just with his head in his hands, like, why am I here? It was, yeah, yeah a quarter time. When One, was- my name's Jaron. <laughs> and two, I have to be the captain of this team. He was bad. They were competitive for the first 15 minutes of the second quarter, and that's the only nice thing I can say about this team. Did you see that fucking missed shot on goal? Which one? The one from the- Oh, the one where Gresham snapped it. It went backwards. McCartan (laughs) then ran in, socketed it, and it hit the post. Yeah, that one. And you just saw Alan Richardson sitting there being like, oh, there goes my career. (laughs) Now, the Saints are awful, and there's nothing- They're not going to get better. Like, they're not- Billings went and had 53 touches in the VFL, but he can't replicate that form when he gets up to the next. I... Well, maybe he can. Maybe he just needed to get rid of the yips. I... Who are they going to beat in the next three weeks? Well, they don't play Brisbane again. Mm. They've got Gold Coast next week. That yeah. is okay. Where? There. Metrical. If if oh. Gold Coast stand for anything... <laughs> we say that so much on this show. <laughs> if Gold Coast stand for anything, they'll only lose by a goal. Well, we know Tom doesn't stand for much. Oh. <laughs> Nice. You're welcome for that setup. There we go. If if Saints don't beat the Suns next next week, you're fucking very happy with yourself, oh, aren't you? I, I, you wore the I right want, shirt today, just quietly. I want that to be the next T-shirt for this show. Is Tom sitting down? <laughs> I'm sending you so many videos of me standing up at the uh, Richmond game. Oh, and yeah, to uh, <laughs> describe the to- the dig Tom just had, my shirt just says antagonist. <laughs> I actually, just while we're talking about standing up, I must be out of the practice because when Kuniko kicked that goal that curled around and kick-started us coming at north, um, I actually stood and got so excited that I stood too quickly and I, I got dizzy and nearly fell over and landed on the wall in front of me. There are a couple of times. Does anyone else get this when you cheer so hard for something that you forget to breathe and you, you see spots? Or is yep. that just me? No, that's, yep. Oh, good. Yep. Good. I'm glad I'm, I'm amongst like-minded people. Um, well, yeah, there's nothing else to say about the St. Kilda Sydney game. Nine so goals to one in the first quarter. Like- yeah. And St. Kilda were lucky to get that one. They kicked it right at the end of the first quarter. Mm. And yeah. like Sydney didn't even kick straight. Like Body kicked four goals four. That's typical from him, though. Yeah, it, it, he kicks a couple, then it's like, oh, I'm just going to have shots from everywhere all day. Yeah. yeah. But still, I mean, like, they kick 19-12, Sydney. Like, to 7-13. Speaking of shit goal kicking, oh, the next oh, game. Next game. Good Lord. Where uh, Essendon Bombers marched up to the Gabba and just marched back home victorious. Well, not all of them. Dyson <laughs> Hebel had to be stretched down. 
<laughs> yeah, he's fine though. He's been uh, cleared. Like everything's fine with him. Mm-hmm. Be playing they found week. the rest of his face at the Gabba and they put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Hodge has just taken like his jawbone home as a trophy, yeah. and they had to go to Hodge. You can't collect yeah. trophies anymore. Yeah. It's just I, not. I, it's just not on. Did, this, to this, add it to all the other jawbones, he's collected. <laughs> this seems um, on point. When that moment happened. I got out of my chair and cheered. <laughs> oh, that was an awesome. That was an awesome collision. And then sat down for the rest of the day. Um, uh, did you stand um, up when? To be honest, that's how much of a dog I can be when I'm watching the footy. Because oh, yeah. Heppel was at that point probably the best on ground. He, he was. was. And he so was. I was. I turned to my brother who I was watching the game with, and I I was just like, "Good fucking stay off." <laughs> Seriously. Well, you've got to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you can't begrudge that. After the game, to. you go, oh, I hope that bloke's all right. Totally. Yeah, well, absolutely. Well, the thing. It's like, I hope next week he's all, he's all right in the long run and next week he's back. But for this game, yeah. nah. So, day oh, yeah. I spent to how most... I hope that Hodge gets hit by a truck. Yeah. yeah. I, I spent most yeah. of Saturday hoping that someone in North Melbourne colours would do an ACL and that that person was Sean Higgins. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, but just, that's long term. Now that makes you a cunt. You know, I, no, 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 piece of shit, Tom. We've established this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's just like that thing. You know, I yeah. imagine like stabbing people in the face. No, Tom, that's uh, yeah, that's a problem. Well, I just wanted Heppel to have a two-hour injury. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's <laughs> Which right. he did. Yeah, yeah. pretty yeah, much. Totally did. Um, shout out to Steph Martin who got right in there and. Made sure he was okay. Yeah, straight away. Good bloke. Did, did, yeah. did you see the footage of that, Tom? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, so Happel hits, just for, again, for our listeners, I guess, um, Happel hits the ground. The first person to him is, yeah, Steph Martin. Mm. Well, Steph Martin, last year or the year before, I can't remember now, got absolutely murdered on the field. So he knows how it feels. He was like, I've got to help this bloke out. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. That was good to see. It gave me a bit of hope after all my hope was taken away briefly. Yeah. <laughs> how quickly did the hope come back? At not that quick. Um, <laughs> no, the third was quarter was scary. Game. Yeah. It was only like the last quarter when Jake Stringer decided to. He's like, oh, fuck. I can kick goals every now and then. The package finally arrived. Oh, Had no. to clear customs at Brisbane Airport. It's still going through hey. its final security check. You know what? You know what? He's been. so. There's so many eyes on him, you know, and he's a big acquisition that we had. And oh, fucking Stringer. He's been doing all right. Yeah, well, he, all right? he's, he's, he's leading right. our goal kicking. He's kicked 19 for the year now. Yeah. I think he's kicked God, 19 he, 11. 19. That's our leading goal. Yeah, kicking. but it's like 19, 17, and 16 or something. So. Yeah, right. But it's, still, I reckon he's been doing all right. Even in the games where they said, oh, Stringer needs to lift, like. He, he puts in, like, I think mm. every contest he's sort of like, he's a big body and he puts the body there. And, and the last two games he's played, he's, he's yeah. been, you know, one of our best. Yeah, well, Certainly our best last week. Um, and we're playing him slightly out of position as well, which yeah. means that he's also adjusting to a new role whilst adjusting to a new club, whilst being watched by fucking like 70,000 people every week being like, you fucking better perform. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. So, like, you don't get a chest tattoo like that and not perform, though. Like. Mm. <laughs> I wish he still had his hair from round one. <laughs> no, you, no one does. No, I absolutely do. The I love little... ro- rocking the zinc, though. <laughs> like, he's been rocking that. <laughs> Looks God, good. I love him. Yeah, it's yeah. good. No, he's all right. He goes all right. But I tell um, funny because I sent, I sent, Ka- I, I had a, a thing yesterday that I couldn't actually watch the football. If, well, I could if I wanted to be really rude. But I, so I sent Carney. So if you wanted like, to do a me, if I wanted to do a yeah, 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 yeah I could yeah. have like ignored all my family and friends and then gone into the uh, into the front bar and watched the watched the footy. But I sent Carney like a message. I said, just if the unthinkable happens, don't message yeah, me because yeah. I've got to watch it later. So I like avoided it like the whole day. I had to go. We're out in the back room at yeah. this pub. Had to go in the front room to get some beers and the footy's on there. And I'm sort of like avoiding it, not looking up. One stage I did look up and it was just after Heppel like, head by yeah. uh, Hodge's shoulder, and I'm like. Who did that? Who did that to Hebble? 
Um, and anyway, so I've done this fantastic job of avoiding the score I didn't know. And then for some inexplicable reason, after the game had finished, yeah. they piped the theme song into the back room. So I'm sitting there about uh, knowing that the game's about to end and then all of a sudden I hear, oh, I hear the Essendon shit. theme song came through. So, so Well, I, it would have been worse if you heard the Brisbane theme song. Completely. Absolutely. <laughs> I would have been crushed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then I... Well, you ta- still watched it in the hope that maybe the result was different? I, I do that actually sometimes. Yeah. yeah my mum my, my watches replays of games just yeah. in case. She goes, oh, I had to watch the game. Like, So she sent me a message yesterday being like, yep. oh, I watched the North Geelong game just to make sure we still won. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, she's, yeah, good. She's had yeah. a few rough years of barracking for Geelong. It's similar to John, guest last week, where <laughs> Richmond win by 40 points. It's like, yeah, look, it doesn't, it's still not a great win. Yeah, no. It, it doesn't make up for like the 30 years of hurt he was put through. Yeah. Well, and, and that we've had, we've had years of hurt as well, but mm. the win yesterday was not a good win. No, it that was, was not a good win. Yeah. That was, that was two teams who were very, it was a scrappy it, game of football. Very scrappy game, and two teams who are not really up to the standard of the rest of the league. And you know, this is yeah. a nice point I want to bring up. Speaking of not up to the standard of the rest of the league and standing up and cheering good moments, um, did you stand and cheer when Daniel McStay took that mark in the last quarter? Yep, that mark that was a mark. The mark, no, that was definitely a mark. Yeah, uh, it wasn't paid. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. No, 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 sorry. I mean the one he took earlier then had the shot on goal. I want to tell you something about Daniel McStay. <laughs> I'm going to lose my fucking hair by the end of his career because he's killing me. He's... <laughs> fuck me. He's be, he's actually becoming... He's on his way to becoming a, a good player because he's actually presenting well and some of the marks he's taking are fucking awesome. He's Last four weeks, at crucial moments in games, he misses goals from inside 30 metres. And to the point where he'll take the mark and you'll be like, yes. And then you realize who it is and you go, fuck. <laughs> Fucking hell. Better start setting up for the, the kick-in. Like, But they didn't set up for the kick-in, Sean. And he kicked an easy one. And then there was that fucking mark that should have been a mark. I think at that point the margin was 10 points or it would have cut it to 10 points. Yeah. Or- 
Was that the one that uh, he marked it in the goal square? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuckhead Taylor who can't kick. Ah, (laughs) who is Taylor? (laughs) This is great. I knew it was coming. I knew that there would be a way. Yeah, turn Sean down, Dusha. Lewis, (laughs) no, you don't have. I've I've calmed down. I'm calm. I'm under control. Lewis Taylor can't kick. More than 30 metres. You're 25 metres out and you're a professional footballer who won a Rising Star Award mm. instead of Marcus Bontempelli. <laughs> Ridiculously. He can't fucking kick. Every time that dickhead gets the ball, uh, I don't know a Brisbane fan who actually likes him. Really? Other than like old grandmas who are like, oh, Squizzy Taylor. Oh, fuck him. He's a dickhead. <laughs> he gets the ball and he, he's got speed. He should just put it under his arm and run and break a line and hit a target inside 50. But he panics, shits his pants, <laughs> ruins his white shorts every week, does a circle, fires off a handball. or a fu- Fuck me if they ever changed the rule and it's not 15 metre kicks anymore. If it's anything less, he's fucking <laughs> going extinct. You know, he should have kicked the goal. That's his. He should have kicked, he should've kicked goal, that goal yeah, kicked instead goal. of giving like mixed day a, like a mark. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He did mark the ball though. I'm annoyed, he, but he ultimately did Brisbane didn't deserve to win anyway because they were just shit house. And frankly, I do think Essendon was shit yesterday as well. Mm. I'm sure you guys probably agree. Yeah, they're yeah, not they're going shit. super well. At the moment. No, 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 no. I mean, we had those two wins and we looked all right. Like when you smashed Arsenal and you smashed. GWS. GWS. You know what? And, and that was good and that looked fantastic. And then we just got absolutely pants against Richmond. Mind you, Richmond, they were lit that night. They yeah, were. Yeah, they that, were. Was, that was incredible footy. Um, yeah. You know, and then and then we seem to go backwards now. Although, like, I mean, Brisbane's been this, like, danger team for us yeah. for the last few years. It's like we just. Well, that being said, though, with Brisbane, they've had this thing that they've done to other teams. And they, it seems like they did to us where they kind of drag the team they're playing down to play, like, real scrappy. Like,. Teams get scrappy against Brisbane. So mm. I don't know. This mightn't actually be Same right. against St. Kilda but and isn't that, yeah. like mm-hmm. We've met every week. And how many times this season have I said, Brisbane have lost by maybe under four goals. And I've gone, the team we were straight. playing, if they were playing against a better opposition, would have got smashed. Like the team yeah. we played today weren't very good. And that's probably what you're saying, Dush. Yeah. We dragged them down to our level. I yeah. looked at Brisbane's fixture when I calmed down a bit after the game. And... um. He needed been, to calm down after the game. There we'll have, get to that. There have been eight <laughs> games this season that Brisbane have lost by 26 points and under. Hmm. From positions where you're all in. in and in every one of those all. eight games, they were in it well into the last quarter. Mm. So it's just, to be honest, it should be it should lay the groundwork for one of those seasons. Where, do you remember a few years ago when North lost a lot of close games and the next year they jumped into the top four? Yeah. I'm not saying Brisbane will jump top four next year, but Brisbane might just have that real surge next year mm. where they can maybe sneak into the to the eight if everything goes right. Mm-hmm. Like a, like They're not far off in some areas. Yeah, this is going to sound really dumb, but you could follow the Collingwood trajectory where you just sort of have a couple of years where it just doesn't look like you're doing anything and then all of a sudden you start to build and players start to gel and you get fit players back in. Yeah. It's just yeah. there's so many young players that it's like just get as many games in as you can because by the time – because most of them are playing – they've played under 30 games. Once they get to about 70 or 80 – then it should take off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but f- Tommy yeah. Cutler, fucking hell. And he had three shots, shots yeah. three shots he missed. 
Hugh McCluggage missed three. He's an accurate kick too. So they just fucked it. But so did it. Like you can't say yeah. if we'd kicked straight, we would have won because Essendon missed so many easy shots as well. Like yeah, we, we should have been like, out of that game. Well, we got like one goal seven in the third quarter. Yeah. Like, did you see Devin Smith's? That was the worst yeah. miss I've seen this year. It was awful. No, yeah. the St Kilda one was definitely worse. Tim Embry running into an open goal. <laughs> yeah. oh, I mean that, the, yeah, that twice. Yeah. That's the actual worst. But like Devin Smith was, I think, thirty out, yeah. ran around and like hooked it and didn't even make the distance. Yeah. And at that <laughs> point, if he right. kicked it, it would have yeah. killed the game. Yeah. And they just yeah. there. Like, moments like that the whole game Essendon were like just one goal away from killing it and they kept missing and yeah. it was just a frustrating fucking game speaking of goals that Essendon kicked that they should have missed was that Jake Stringer goal touched? nah yeah it was touched Dusha did you watch the fucking game? no <laughs> <laughs> I do just want to mention this we talk about the stupid goal umpiring review every week but there were two occasions this weekend there's one in your game as well mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Tom yep yep where the field, field umpire. umpire has gone, touch, touch, play on. Mm. It's gone through the goals. And then they've gone, we oh, have to we review, have to review that. It. And it's like, no, you don't. No. You called touched. The, the field um, that happened against us, they actually, it was upheld. You're one, the decision was what it should have been. But yeah, it should yeah. have never gone to that. No, no, no. The umpire clearly went, nah, touch, 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 ball bounced through the... Because what happened was the umpire called touch. Tom Stewart sort of stopped running. Yeah. And went, oh, what's well, been touched? I won't go after the ball. The umpire's gone, oh, we'll talk about this being a goal. And Stewart just turned around and gone... You were yelling touched. That was at the point that the umpiring in the North Geelong game was horrific. At one point, it was like 10 free kicks to 28 North Way. Yeah. For any any AFL writer or any investigation going into harem ground advantage for free kicks, there fucking isn't one at Geelong. <laughs> um, there was a decision. I do want to jump. Actually, I'll just talk about the, uh, the Stringer one. Mm. So they've then gone to the video, and then you can clearly see Dame Beam's finger, or his thumb, go yeah, back in thumb, the video. Yeah. Or at the very least, it's not conclusive enough. At to the very least, it. yeah, that's it has to be super conclusive that it's it was a string of goal yeah. because the umpire has said touched, and then they show it and it's touched, and then they give it a goal. At that point, it's like doesn't matter because the game's even, fucking over. But it's, it's, it shouldn't happen. It's not what the system's there for. Do you think- so? The rationale in that, not not the you know the rationale of the AFL is that if it's called touched. In in play, and then it goes through a goal that it has to be reviewed. Is that the well? They review every goal. No, no, I know, but they don't review every goal there. They they review review every goal when the ball's been. Yeah, yeah. It's the first time I've I've seen it, and it happened twice twice this weekend. Yeah, and the Mm. umpire said to the players, "No, no, we have to review." Yeah, and I heard, "No, no, you don't." Yeah. That's not what the system's there for. It's there to check if like something got flicked the behind. It'll be interesting to see yeah. when the uh, head of the umpire does his thing, where he comes out. Will he come out and go? Oh no, we got it wrong, Stringer. That was a point. Yeah. Whoever's in charge of the the goal review at the Gabba on Sunday needs a week off, or whatever the system may if, have. I yeah. wonder if it was. It might even come out that it was a fuck up because I imagine it's probably something as simple as there's two buttons. Mm. Well, that would make more sense than yeah. than than you telling me that someone imagine, logically looked at that and went, "Yep, touched." Yeah, imagine right. that touched. in yeah, a game yeah. decided by a goal. That would overrule it in that situation. Yeah. But I think in this- <laughs> overrule the overrule. Yeah, but I think in this situation, yeah, it didn't matter because it, it was the it circumstances was, it was cherry of the game. On icing that was Tom, well yeah. Gary Ablett yeah. gave away a fifty meter penalty. Oh, and a Brisbane player, I think Zach Bailey, did the exact same one, which resulted in an Essendon goal. Shit house ruling, and I yeah. hate it. Because they're trying well, to get out of the way. They're not. And then, oh, this, this. They're, they're, this they're moving away. Ablett was actually a good ten minutes or ten meters away, and, just, <laughs> and kept running. And the umpire's like, "Well, no, you didn't run. You had to run out on an angle." He's like, "Well, no, I'm not going to run out on an angle. I've got to get to my player over there." Yeah. Can I say though, Sean? Yep. Moments before, moments before that fifty meter penalty, there was a moment in the Geelong forward end where we are, where Hawkins had marked the ball just out and was going in for an inside fifty. 
And a player was chasing Ablett, but he was probably about five metres from him. And the umpire's going, hey, get out, get out. And he's pointed at Ablett. Oh, I'm chasing Ablett. Ablett's run across the mark. This guy started to. Ablett's then been manned up by another North player. So this guy's just stopped and stood next to Scott Thompson on the mark. Yep. And I'm like, hang on. He's given up chasing Ablett, and he's been five metres behind him the whole time. He's stopped chasing him. The umpire's then come over and goes, no, you've got to get out of the way. I'm like, no, that's fucking 50. If that's the rule... That's the accurate interpretation of the rule. This guy's run onto the mark. His player's nowhere near him. He's given up chasing the player and has stayed near the mark. Yep. That's a 50 meter penalty. Here's what I want to say about if the Ablett. actively getting out of the way, don't pay a 50. Mm. The Ablett one and the Zach Bailey one from Brisbane. If that's your dumb ruling, all right, but do it the whole game. And they didn't because then I then looked for every moment that was identical to that one that happened and there were 20 more of them in the game and the umpire didn't do anything about it. Yes. So it's like, if you want to do it, do it. Although if they paid 20 of them a game, People would fucking yeah, and, and it's why I think there needs to be there needs to be something other than a fifty meter penalty. There needs to be like a like a twenty meter penalty or something because there's like if you you know a player marks the ball and you push him over or you punch him fifty meters. All right, I reckon that's fair. Yeah, like what you're saying, if you're trying to follow your man or yeah. get out of the way and you're going in this protected area. 20 metres. And it's different. Right, 50 it, metres, it's, it's bullshit. It's too much. Because it, it, it gives you too stupid. many goals. If you get a goal out of a protected area 50, yeah. fuck that. And it's well, the thing as well. Like, got a goal, put them back within 10 points. Yeah. Right. And, and the AFL is so concerned about developing the game and especially developing the game on the international stage. And then they keep on adding fucking these stupid rules to it, yeah. which make it more and more difficult for like an international audience to understand. Yeah. The game's getting too difficult for outsiders to understand. Agreed. And this protected zone nonsense is nonsense. They need to put the whistle away. Umpires, I've noticed this in the last probably three weeks, way too many free kicks, more uh, just, than normal. Just on that, um, so in the Essendon-Brisbane game, actually, there was a 50-meter penalty that uh, oh. I was thinking of you a lot during. So what Hodge happened? got a free kick. <laughs> got a free kick. There was two Essendon guys sitting literally next to each other. Uh, they both kind of oh, went to yeah. pick up the ball. And then I don't I can't remember who the players were. Well, was, what one was Raz? One was the Ratio. Yeah. And, and yeah. the other one was and was Bagley. Yeah, right. Bagley and Raz ha- handed it to Bagley, who then <laughs> threw it back to Hodge, and Hodge was like, nah, give ha- me the Ho- ball. No, no, no. Hodge, the moment that Bagley like touched a fucking yeah. <laughs> Arati with it, Hodge's arms were up in the air. He was screaming. <laughs> like he wanted that he was getting that fifty meter penalty. He then shanked the kicks. So. Yeah, he, real bad. It was all it deserved. You want my response to this, Joel Dusha? Yeah, I do. I don't care. You can get fucked <laughs> because Brisbane copped one of these. Which game was it? Remember when I asked you Sydney. to clarify the rule for Sydney me? Sydney game? Yeah, we that's why. one. Yeah, you so were... I don't give a fuck. I'll take whatever I can get. <laughs> um, just on Fucking the umpires. Sean sh- Anger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and this is one of my favorite segments of the show, which is read out Facebook comments that Sean assumed were private, but I'm going to share with our audience. <laughs> oh, I like this segment. <clears throat> so, okay, just Disclaimer, to set the scene. I'm very passionate about Brisbane. <laughs> Also, other disclaimer, <laughs> language warning. <laughs> Even more so. All right. So this is at 1.30. The game hasn't started yet. Sean was like, hey, just a heads up. Don't tag Sam in anything game related. He's watching the replay tonight. And he doesn't oh, want any spoilers. Tom was like, that's brave. And then we're like, ha, ha, ha. Well, mates. Great mates. Yeah, yeah. Good friends. <laughs> then Good Sean was buddies. Like, Sean was then like couple of minutes later, he's like, I'm also on roughly a 30 minute delay, so I won't be looking at my phone until halftime when I catch the live broadcast. Then he said goodbye. Me and Tom, um, I was at work that day, so I couldn't. I knew I couldn't watch the game, but I was watching. We did a pretty good pieces. job of talking around it, I feel. Yeah, it was just like, I was like, did I was basically the conversation was like, once Hodge took out Heppel, I was like, Tom, did you see that? And then I was like, I'll keep it vague because of our good friend. 
that sucked, basically. And you were like, I missed it. I was wash- doing the washing whilst football, etc., etc. Then I explained the situation. Then you said that you saw it and you loved it because you love crime. <laughs> I did say that. I did. <laughs> the clock struck ten past three. <laughs> All of a sudden, <laughs> Sean Carney pops up. You know what? You pair of fucking cunts. I haven't read any of your horse shit comments above, and I won't. <laughs> I'm so angry. I've never been so angry watching a game before. Tom's like, ha 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 ha, tomorrow will be fun. And then Sean responded with, I won't be there because I'll be in fucking prison. <laughs> Tom was like, for murder? And Sean was like, the murder of Daniel McStay. <laughs> oh, McStay. Uh, then there was one point where he just typed it, you just hit the keyboard heaps it's just like A-U-D-J-C-J and then right umpire's review I'm not in the show this week I've had a heart attack from screaming I'm done mathematically impossible fuck off AFL umpires Sean Carney has left the group <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a roller coaster of emotion oh, well it was more Less a roller coaster, more just like a down for <laughs> Yeah, a roller coaster that was that was a giant drop. That's what I'm looking for. It was a giant drop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I came back up. And you came back up and we went up for and had a lovely dinner. Well, I had a lovely oh, dinner. How was lot. your dinner, boys? Oh yeah. So uh people remember that at the end of last week's episode, John, our guest, had a great idea where we should go out and have roast and toast if our teams play each other. We were like perfect, Essendon play Brisbane this week. We went to the pub this weekend. I got myself a lovely pint. And the Sunday roast, which was delightful, while my good friend Sean sat across from me munching on garlic bread. Uh, I also partook in a Saturday roast mm. when we got home from the Geelong game. Dad fired up the uh, the meat and veggies. Mum had asked for a roast and didn't even realise like the context <laughs> of what she was doing. And Dad just apparently agreed because he was like, no, I'm confident. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we yeah. had a roast and it was... Very, very good. You sh- if you check uh, the Haggard's Footy Twitter, there is a photo of Terence holding up his roast, looking very happy. F- lots of photo, a photo of me looking very happy with my roast. Sean less happy with his garlic bread, and a great video of uh, the first bite. Um, uh, what was the next game? Next game was the Fremantle Dockers <laughs> defeated the Adelaide Crows. Cop that Adelaide. Full credit to Freo because we haven't given them a lot of um, time. Are we on really? This show. No, but that's because they're coach- brave. Amazing performance without yeah. their two most important players. Just to clarify, I got nothing against Fremantle Dockers as a team. I just fucking hate their coach. Yes, same no. with Port Adelaide. Did yep. um did Hinkley? No, no, no he no, means no. Koshy. I mean, yeah, yeah. Koshy. Yeah, yeah. Did are both I like hills Hinkley. I like out? Hinkley. Both hills are out. Maybe and Sanderlands and Fife were out. Really, did Sandy and Fife three? were out. I would have tipped them if Fife was playing. Yes. Just because of how Adelaide's yeah. travelling um, at the moment. Yeah. Speaking but, of yeah. tipping, uh, I think I did tip him. I did tip Freo. I got every tip except the Brisbane Essendon tip, making me the best tipper of the week in our tipping competition. Well done, Tom. Congratulations. Well done, Tom. Except you should have tipped Essendon, to be honest, shouldn't you? <laughs> I tip Brisbane because you I'm your no, friend. You had no trouble dogging that friendship the week before. Yeah. <laughs> Stop winking at me. Um, <laughs> I'm a context-based friend. <laughs> You're still uh, eight off the lead, though, mate. Nine, actually. Am I only nine off the lead? That's a long way. No, oh, nine, that is a whole round nine, of tipping. Nine tips, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, you're on you 69, win. and uh, our current winner who... Um, you uh, know, is that I? you? Yeah, well, hang on. Who's, who's this bloke? Ah, oh, Joel Dusha. Dusha, where am I, and uh, where is my tipping nemesis, Colin Doyle? 
We'll actually get to that later because we've got an email relating to that. Oh. All right. Well, full credit to Freo. Um, Played very well without Fife. Lifted. A lot of the younger players lifted. Good for them to get the win, but they're still an irrelevant football club. Yeah, they're still in the woods. And Adelaide surprised me. I mean, I really thought that Adelaide would would be the – Undefeatables um, this year. But didn't you hear they, instead of going on a training camp, they went out in the middle of the bush and played the Richmond theme song in the dark for fucking four days. Did you, did you, please tell me you heard this. That's not, is that even remotely true? That's true. Did oh, you yeah. promise you oh, that's true? Their Gold Coast training camp was a weird psychological fuck you camp. They blindfolded them and listened to them. Drove them off oh into the God, bush. John Pike is a tripper. He is an <laughs> absolute tripper. Taylor Walker came out after this was like the revelation to this very defensive. Like, nope, I'd take my friends and family on that camp. And all of a sudden he just had no friends or family because they didn't want to go on that fucking weird camp. <laughs> wow, that's a lot incredible. Of, lot of soft tissue injuries because... Uh, didn't do any training, did lots of weird hiding out in the dark, listening. They literally oh. were in a room where they blasted the Richmond theme song at them. <laughs> and, and, and why do that? It's the best theme song in the league. Everyone's just going to warm to it even more. Oh, you know, by I'm the not- end of it, they're just going yellow and black. <laughs> I'd love it if by the end of the season, players ask for a trade to Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a great oh, song. I just, yeah. I just heard that song a lot. I just, I want to, I want to go play for them. <laughs> But, wow, that's hilarious. And that's such a dangerous... Like, just going back to that, it's such a dumb thing for them to have done because to lose in the Premiership... And, like, I get it that Adelaide just didn't look in it that entire game and they just weren't... It didn't seem like they were hungry to win. But to punish the team like that and then expect results is so stupid. Mm. There's a lot of players, apparently, that were unhappy with Texas' style of leadership, too, because he's very much a dickhead. Um, <laughs> i got a question... Just about the Players Association Awards, because Tex, I think, has twice won Best Captain. Yep. How do they go about doing these votes? Because surely it's like, that, that'd that be a tight vote race, wouldn't it? Because wouldn't you just vote for your captain? I don't think mm. you can. So how does it- I know. Sorry, I think the captains vote. But then it's just a weird thing to- I don't know. It, uh, to me, it's a weird award. Like, how do the- So Trent Cotchin has to go, who do I think the best captain is that's not me? Yeah. Mm. This is a weird award. I don't know. Joel Salad votes for himself every year. He just goes, fuck it. Let's do what I want. (laughs) (laughs) Last game in the round. Which just happened. Just happened. It's a fresh result. Actually, you know what? You know, you guys asked the question, how good's footy? And I want to say, you know what? Footy is pretty bloody good. Not because of what happens on the ground sometimes, but what happens off it. And I reckon this whole, this big freeze thing, this MND stuff, I just reckon it's it's wonderful. It's marvellous. They raised a fucking... Bucket load of money today. They'd made yeah. two million before the game started. I think. Yeah, the government like, will match for a that. a really too. good thing, and they've and yeah. they've managed to create like uh, you know a real like like for for listeners who, who who don't know, like every year they have this slide that goes down into this big like bathtub full of like icy water, and it's the well, what is, the MND it's was the ice bucket challenge, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So so it's to put the, to raise put the freeze money. on MND. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, yeah, totally. And it's just and it's just fantastic. And this year, and usually they have like celebrities and well, B grade celebrities and and whatnot, maybe some footy personalities. But this year they had all eighteen coaches go down, and they all dressed up, and it's just it's just wonderful. I love it. And then you know, then we had the pride game as well, which yeah. I think is fantastic. Yep. And you got just round last week, yeah, dream. Time round last week, and I just, uh, you know, I think AFL gets a lot of flack sometimes for playing that political card, but I like that about footy. You know, you yeah, can do it's inclusive. Well, it's, yeah. it's inclusive and representative of all of the people that make it great. So it is, it is going to have those things where they they have pride games and they have Indigenous round and yeah. they have multicultural round because you wouldn't have the great game that we love without Indigenous players, oh, without totally. the the pride 
play, well, play like look at look at some look at um the the last not last year the year before um Aaron Phillips best player in the AFLW won every possible award yeah married to a woman has two kids hmm. so like that's the great thing about footy is that anyone can play footy yeah. Um, and that's evidence the fact that Zach Dawson had a career that lasted as long as it did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, but in all seriousness, the MND, like I worked at the game today mm. and they sold out of beanies like two hours before the game started. Wow. Um, and they had- Someone tried to buy one off your head. Someone tried to buy, the guy was like, I'll give you this 60 bucks for your beanie. And I was like, just give the $60 to charity. And he's like, yeah, I'll do that instead. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's really, it's a really good cause and yeah. um, good on your footy. But uh, the game- yeah. I love Neil Danaher too. Oh, like, because it'd be so easy for him to just give up and and go into hiding. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But because he- the, the fund—that's the thing. The thing about motor neuron disease is none of this funding, none of this money going to funding and research is going to help him at all. Like he's yeah, yeah he's gone. gone. Yeah. yeah, and he knew that when he started. Yeah, that, that there was no way that any of this research. It's not. It's not Dallas Buyers Club with the guys putting money into it because it's going to help him. Mm. Mm. This is. A guy who is not going to benefit from this research at all, but just keeps yeah. keeps on going. Yeah. This, it's it's weird too because he's had such a huge career, but this is going to be like th- this is his legacy. I think what he's doing yeah. with this, a bit like Kevin Sheedy and a lot of the and even off field stuff he's mm-hmm. done. It's fascinating too. So all the coaches going down the slide, and they had a bit of a chat to all of them, and so many of them actually have like personal stories about how Neil Danaher. Has been a part of their careers, like Chris Fagan was saying. Neil Danaher gave me my first coaching job in John. Footy. John Worsfold used yeah. to work with him. Played yeah. under, uh, played under him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would have played yeah. under him. Yeah, went as him as the, the slide yeah. down the G. Yeah, <laughs> I was just awesome. Yeah, it is good. It is good. And the game didn't quite live up to that. Well, it did if you're a Collingwood supporter, uh, yeah. and it went. It it did exactly what um what I thought it would, which was Melbourne were playing a genuine finals contender in a big game. And shit the bed. It's exactly what Melbourne do. They people are like, oh, they're up and about. They're up and about. They've pi- they've picked off weak teams and smashed mm. them. Like no offense to you guys, but you were coming off being smashed by oh, Collingwood yeah, yeah. and we're never yeah. going to win. And they they yeah. destroyed you and they ate Saint Kilda for breakfast. They beat Carlton by a hundred points. Mm. Who are Carlton? They then beat Adelaide up north. But as we've seen from Adelaide this week, Adelaide aren't a team that's going to be doing anything. Clearly not. When the whips are cracking, Melbourne yeah. got stage fright and Jesse Hogan he he, he stuffed it. Will Hoskin Elliott is now the only player to have kicked a goal in every game this year. Is oh, yeah, him and Jesse right. Hogan going to this game? I think he kicked four, four or five goals. I thought Caddy as well. No, nah, he didn't no? kick a goal. He missed a couple of games through injury, I think. Oh, okay. Hoskin right, Elliott right. kicked four goals. Yeah. I, he's having he, a great he, He's kicked 10 goals in the last two weeks. You know what? Just quickly, you bring up bloody Louis Taylor beating yep. um, Bonham Pelly for yeah. the Rising Star. Jesse Hogan beating Patrick Cripp for the fucking... Rising star, that's a bunch of bullshit. Anyway, <laughs> Especially it. with the season Cripps is having. When you Cripps see his injury gun. and you yeah. He is a red hot gun. And actually I got a long memory as well. First episode of How Goods Footy. Yeah. All three of you did not rate Patrick Cripps. I, yeah. I remember that. No, yeah. Have you listened to the episodes where we've talked that back and gone, we forgot how good he was because he'd been out with injuries for so long? Uh, yeah. No, we were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we admit when we're wrong here. Yeah. We weren't wrong about North though. We called that. Yeah. <laughs> um Colin with a good, probably the real deal, and we'll play finals, you'd imagine for the first time under Buckley since he got there. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Good. Glad yeah. they stuck the fat with him. And yeah. how, how about Cox? This bloody eight foot nine. He's yank. finally starting to play well. I'll tell you what, kicking five today. So he's done all right. He's had a couple of games this year where he's just kind of taken the game by the throat. He looks confident when he yeah. goes for the ball now and he's not trying to do a, <laughs> a netball pass. So that's good. <laughs> Melbourne, Crab, Collingwood, maybe, which hurts. 
Well, that hurts to well, say, doesn't it? That's Melbourne's first loss in like seven weeks, so maybe craps. They've a had bit, some a bit, soft, bit uh, yeah, they have, they have had, yeah. But but you need you still you need to, they've won them well though. Like that's yeah. true, true. They have absolutely pants. I mean, teams. we beat Carlton by four goals, so oh, yeah. You know. But surely Melbourne, Melbourne is this year's like doggies and tigers. Like we've got to keep this tradition going. Of you know, nah, Collingwood could be that. Or no, North. The fuck North. North. I know. I North just want Melbourne. Melbourne. I'll, I'll leave Melbourne, Melbourne if that happens. But How but much better would it be if the shin boners who came second last last year were written off by everyone this year, won the premiership? That including maybe a cool. podcast. Yeah, including maybe yeah. a podcast. Maybe Australia's favourite footy podcast. Yeah, maybe Australia's <laughs> favourite footy podcast. Um, the Run by Sanctum. professors. No. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. But, like, North Melbourne won... You know, well, they were in two preliminary finals, like, in, in consecutive years, like, not too long ago. It's not like they've... Like lacked success in in the previous years, whereas Melbourne, I mean, they were they were the basket case. They were they were five years ago. They were they were what Brisbane is today, or what Gold Coast will be for the next twenty years. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah. No, yeah. So we have Melbourne will get up and they can win a flag this year, and then maybe maybe Brisbane's years next year. I just I don't I don't want Melbourne to win. You heard it here really? first. Yeah. Profit call. Profit call. <laughs> Speaking of profit calls, let's do some profit calls for next <clears throat> for week. next week. Uh, so similar to this week, a couple of buys. Port Adelaide take on Western Bulldogs at Adelaide Oval. Port Adelaide. Yeah, that's port. a comfortable win by Port. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Port Adelaide. That's th- four Ports. Sydney, ooh, huge game at the SCG that I will be attending. Oh, really? Sydney Swans take on West Coast Eagles. Yeah, due to our Sands Pants business, me and Joel Zamet are going to be there. He's a West Coast supporter, and my dad uh, was heavily involved in the South Melbourne Football Club. Uh, so, like, I grew up kind of around the Bloods. So like I got a soft spot for Sydney. Yeah, I got a soft spot for Sydney. I'm uh Sydney will win. Well, they, they, so. they've they've hardly won a game at home this year. Like they've done really really and shit. Actually, and actually, coming up against Eagles because know, of that is... reason, Sydney haven't had a bye yet. West Coast are coming off the bye. Ooh. They've bought a little hellhole with them in their pockets, going to dribble it on the <laughs> ground and just break some knees. So um, <laughs> I I'm going to go West Coast by a goal. No Jack Darling, remember West Coast by a goal. Okay, I. I'm, I want Sydney to win. I think I'm going to back Sydney. It's a tough one. This this could be game like an incredible game. Yeah, yeah. I this, actually this, yeah. this could be a grand final preview. Yeah, this and I just want to could, um, be. Yeah. could be. Just want to bring something up because I am going to the game, and this might be a question that people are kind of wondering about. Barracking for a team you don't barrack for and wearing their, uh, I guess, a jersey or a beanie or a scarf, uh, whether or not that makes you a TC, Sean, you're the expert on this. Fill in me and the listeners. I so I've gone to um, I've got several friends who barrack for Geelong. I've been to Geelong games before, mm. and I've supported Geelong. Mm. Um, Ever donned a beanie or a scarf? Donned a scarf. Mm. Not going to lie, I've donned a jumper. I've Ooh. I've donned a port jumper Ooh. at a Collingwood Port game with my brother, and then the Fuck. Port Hawthorne final with my brother. I do want to say both of those examples, though, Dusha, out of friendship and out of family. You're just going up. Against against your mate. If, any, Actually, if, if anything, anything, you should be getting behind Zamet and going for West Coast. A reminder that Zamet is my boss, and what's more Australian than arguing with arguing with your boss? Oh, Can I fair. say you are wearing a shirt that says antagonist? <laughs> so no, I we're think you're free Sydney. I think even if you didn't have a soft spot for Sydney, I reckon if you're going with a mate who goes for a team, you've got to go for the other team. Ooh, Ooh, that's huge, you've Sam. To, you've got it. That's what creates some tension. What's more fun than that? Going with a mate, going and with like, a mate, going... and loving the footy together with friendship. No, that's not what footy's about. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, and also Zamet's in for the worst time ever because, like, like a one, imagine a one-on-one situation with me at the footy. 
with the team I'm back for is winning and just looking over and seeing my fucking smug head every time there's a goal. <laughs> Do you know what's going to hurt then? When he, when you look over at his smug head when they win by six Ooh. points. Ooh, shit. Buddy to kick eight. <laughs> and they still lose because Kennedy will kick ten. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, Carlton v. Frio at Eddie Had. I don't actually give it. I don't care. <laughs> I can't even. I was like, I was like, oh, let's think about. Four. I actually don't care. For there's gonna, there's two games in a row that I think you might just not tip. I'm not going to. <laughs> I think Carlton. I'm going to abstain from tipping. Fife's back, isn't he? I don't know. I don't know yeah, why he was. Fife's oh yeah, because he was suspended. Yeah, uh, he's back for. He'll be. They'll win. Sandy will be back. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think. I think the Dockers Freo. coming off a win. They'll be. They'll be fired up. I'm going Carlton. Carlton's a basket case. <laughs> They're a gar- garbage club. Yeah, but they're going to pinch wins at some point. This is yeah, this not against Freo. Oh yeah. no, you know what? Freo are gar- they're both garbage. Yeah, it's like it's like being asked to decide: would you like this bowl of shit or this other bowl of shit? If Adelaide had beaten Freo on the weekend, would you have gone Carlton? No, I still really? would be like, I don't know who to pick. Yeah, right. Carlton by one point, Freo by eleven. I tell you what. Speaking of garbage teams. What's yeah, next? up next, Golko Suns v St Kilda. Whoa. Wow. Saints have to win. Is this is this the irrelevant cut? Actually, if Saints lose, does Richo get fired on the spot? If if the Suns so if the Suns kick six like kick nine goals at the start of the quarter, he's fired at quarter time. <laughs> <laughs> he just packs his bags and leaves. Gold Coast, yeah. I think, because it's at home. No, Saints have to win. If the Saints stand for anything, oh, both these teams the Gold are Coast- playing a if you stand for anything game <laughs> yeah, this week. Absolutely Shit. they are. If either of these teams want to win a game this year, another game this year, they need to win this game. Are the Suns, although the Suns showed a bit of form earlier in the year. They and did. Injuries, they injuries kind of three of the first four. Yeah, injuries kind of buried them a bit. Well, who did the Saints beat? They, I mean, they drew with they beat Giants. Brisbane. And they beat Brisbane. Brisbane. And they, Brisbane, and they yeah. nearly lost that game. And they beat Brisbane. So yeah. it's only one that's and it. a half? Yeah. Yep. That's it. Their percentage is like 60. Yeah. Oh, man. skip. Oh, Next game. Terrible game to tip. Hawks v. Adelaide. Good game. Uh, but I also hate both those teams. Hawks, Hawks should win. Hawks, it's at the MCG. Hawks should win, yeah. Adelaide, can't can't rabble of a club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now on to game yeah. of the round. Oh. All right. This I mean, is probably game of the round. Probably, yeah. No, I reckon West Coast. I reckon West Coast Sydney too. Yeah. Geelong v Richmond. Oh. I think it's payback time. I hope so. And I think Geelong win. Do you know what? This is going to sound really Is dumb. Dusty going to play? Yeah, he'll probably play. Hmm. All right. No, I don't know. They're, I, they're I, not I, sure. I, I heard he's not. I heard he won't. I heard he will okay. take this off. And, well, then, if, and then they've got the bye after this. And then so he's So he'll, he'll have those three weeks off. Yeah. So the other thing, the rumor going around too is that Lockie Henderson is back. Scott Selwood's available and Cam Guthrie's available. They all got through the VFL. I don't know if I'd bring Henderson back for, for Richmond. I wouldn't. I, unless unless you've got to give someone like Jack Henry, who's played 10 games of football every week, might be a bit tired and need a break. But you've got, Aaron, you've got to break the week after. You've got, to, you've got to bring someone in because Aaron Black was out with that knee that went into space. Yeah, that was fucked. <laughs> that was far out. That knee ended up in Western <laughs> Australia. Boomeranged all the way to Perth. Um I'm hoping – I think the one thing that works in Geelong's favour this time around is that we're actually the underdogs going into this game, which I think means that they'll be switched on. Geelong have a tendency against Essendon uh, to go into games that they think they're going to win and not be switched on from the outset. And if you're not switched on against Richmond, they murder you. So Mm-mm. I'm picking the Cats by 10 points. They will be keen to make amends for last last year's final. Gazza to have 35. You would have probably wanted to get Richmond, though, after a win. As in a Tigers win. Yeah, but – yeah, maybe. 
No, we'll just show we'll just show the world that they can't they're not good against teams that played finals last year. Should be a good game. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a leaf out of your book, Tom, and tip out a spite, so I'm gonna tip a draw. <laughs> <laughs> that's a so we're like fourteen episodes into this podcast or something, and that's the first time anyone's tipped a draw, I think. Oh no, we had a game where we tipped that everyone just died. <laughs> like, I didn't know all you could the players got It was a GWS game. It was like GWS and like Freo or something. It was like they all just injured themselves and no one's happy. So if you want that. <laughs> I could say that, yeah. yeah. Um, is, that, old, is that all the games? That's all the games. The old uh, 44 injuries game. All right, uh, just moving on to some emails. We got a few, not as many as the last couple of weeks, which is good. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> All right, uh, we've got James Moore emailing. Uh, hey, boys, love the show. As an international Aussie, it's hard to find good professors of football, but you guys are top-notch. Uh, we were an academic paper, Sam. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah someone someone quoted our podcast in an academic text and Holy referenced shit. it. We're in a bibliography as J. Dusha S. Carney, T. Reed, How Good's Footy audio, po- audio podcast. That's amazing. So, yeah, professors of football. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, good on you so guys. So this, this email from James is a <laughs> quick two-parter. Firstly, he wants to check if he's considered a TC. And Sean, I already know your answer here because he used to follow Fitzroy. And then after the merger, he bailed. Was that um, his words? He Okay, I'll read exact phrasing. Read it. I was editing for time, but fuck it. Nah, fuck it. Firstly, am I considered a TC as I used to follow Fitzroy? Then after the merger, bailed on the Brisbane Lions because they were Fitzroy as much as the AFL tried to keep us. And then joined the ranks of the mighty Western Bulldogs after a couple of years in the wilderness. When did he join them? The Bulldogs was it when they won a fucking premiership? <laughs> You've got T. What's his name? <coughs> Jack uh, James. No, James no, 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 James. no, no. He said he's a couple of years in the wilderness. So Fitzroy <coughs> Brisbane merger happens when nineteen ninety. What? How did he? What did he? What was his word before the Western Bulldogs? Mighty. The mighty Western Bulldogs. That's when they won a premiership. No, You've now. got fucking TC written all <laughs> over you. You should tattoo it on your fucking forehead, mate. Get behind Brisbane. That's disgusting. I'm can fucking I, sick can of I that. Say, can I say, you actually said the only way you could not be a TC was if you're a Fitzroy supporter or something like Fitzroy happened to your club and you moved clubs. When did I say that? Very early on when you were defining TC for no, us. I've taken it back. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Secondly, after all the talk of TCs and the potential for more Wallace, Libba, Dahl, and JJ, I've been thinking about the dogs and I can't think of a team that has given birth to as many high-profile TCs as the dogs. He lists so many. I've got a question. Even Luke Beveridge. But TC, the TCs we have returned, aside from Barry Hall and Ackermanis, have been utter rubbish. Has there ever been a team that's created more TCs of a quality caliber? Probably not. Anyway, keep up the good work, even if you bang on about the useless Dons way too much. I don't feel bad about you having a go at him now. James Moore, thanks for listening. You're a fuck. You know what, James? <laughs> uh, and I can say there is a team that has produced high caliber TCs. Yeah. And that's probably the GWS Giants. GWS. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what, James? Badly. I'm just thinking about it. And the way the Bulldogs are at the moment, are you going to fucking bail on them too? Oh. Yeah, he's, 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 I actually saw him uh, sniffing around Punt Road. Oh uh, yeah, two, yeah, <laughs> fucking two seconds from now, you'll be a Richmond supporter. You know Get what? that tattoo yeah. on your forehead. You know what, James? I'm a bit of a contrarian, so I'm going to uh, I'm going to back you in because uh, when uh, when young Sammy was a tender boy at age of about nine, sick of the Fitzroy Lions losing week after week. Sam, you motherfucker! I went looking for a new team and oh. came up with the old red and black. Actually, hey, actually, uh, Sean, you're you're a, you know what? Sean, what? <laughs> <Gunny>. <laughs> reverse. Really? I was a bomber. No way. 
Yeah. So oh, right. when I was younger, I wasn't super into footy. Yeah. And um, my brother was Fitzroy and loved it. And dad basically was like, we're not going to two sets of games. So I was like, fine, I'll go for fucking Brisbane Lions then. Because this was 97 when, it, when they merged. Yeah. From 97 onwards, I really got into it. So I was once a bomber. And you and you I go. are the... Right. Yeah. Like the- if, if I was a superhero, you're my villain. <laughs> <laughs> You can be your antagonist, perhaps. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> We're unbreakable. Um. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. So, so, James, you're all right, mate. I yeah, understand. yeah. Thanks for listening, James. Uh, we Cheers, went mate. after you hard. You know what? I'm sure you took that like a champ. Yeah. <laughs> Good like, like, like Dyson Hebble took Luke Hodges' yeah. body in place. <laughs> well, is, yeah, is, I mean, is Hodge still a TC? Is it still a TC? Oh, big time. Club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, He's like the worst. It takes a lot for me to... <sighs> I, I love him because he wears my jumper now, uh, but I hated him at Hawthorne. Like, yeah. He's a fucking dog. Oh, he's a dog. Yeah. He's, he's a still dog. a dog. But, but it's like, we've all got dogs at our clubs yeah. that we get behind because they play for your club. Yeah. Like fucking Nick Robertson, massive dog. <laughs> all right. So we've got another email and this ties back into what I was saying before. This email is from Connor Doyle. Oh. So Connor Doyle. Keep oh, okay. that in mind. That's yeah. important. <clears throat> Good. Hang Good. on. I thought it was Colin, but it's Connor. Good. Yeah. Yeah. No, just trust. Keep that in mind. So, okay. Connor Doyle. Doyle. Subject, am I an arsehole? <laughs> Boys, love the show. Keep up the good work. Oh, a- my God. I've figured out what's happened. <laughs> I've got a quick question for the profits. Being from the States, I've only watched football during two occasions. Firstly, at 3 a.m. when ESPN decides the footy deserves some airtime over the World Series of men's slow-pitch softball. And secondly, when a bar magically has Fox Sports 2 and sees fit that footy is ideal late-night watching, which it absolutely is. Always. I looked up at you, Tom, like I made, I added that in. That's in the email. He said that. Good. Thanks, um, Connor Doyle. <clears throat> a buddy of mine and I love when the football is on because we have a minimal knowledge of the game, but we love it so. When everybody asks us what we're doing or what we're watching, we, while we stare like deer in headlights at the smallest TV in existence, we solely respond in absolute shit Aussie accents. Oh, just a couple of beers with you, the mates, and then proceed to cheers and down our beers. Am I an arsehole for doing this, or do I have the blessings of the footy profits? You can't be racist to Australians, so, like, go nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where, 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 in what world could you even be an arsehole for doing that? For watching the footy with your mate, having a beer at the pub. Oh, uh, no, I think he's... Political correctness has gone mad. Well, this is an outrage. <laughs> I think he's worried that, like, he's worried that he's, like, if an Australian saw him mocking Australians, because, like, when they're asking what he's doing by oh. watching the AFL... He responds in a terrible oh, Australian. Oh. They're, they're knocking back beer through the couple of mates. Oh, Struth. Nah, Struth, Connor. You, you, uh, you, she'll be right, mate. Fucking, we made Crocodile Dundee. Like, Australia made that movie. We made three of them. And all of them mock it. Like, it's fine. That's good. I encourage it. But Connor, what, I think what everyone would like is if you could upload, like, a video of you doing the <laughs> oh, uh, yes. Aussie accent. Yeah, because- please. Uh, tweet it to us or email us. Yes. In a How Goods Footy shirt. So buy How Goods Footy <laughs> shirt. Is there a part two to that email? There is. Right. Sincerely, Connor. P.S. I am the brother of Carney's tipping arch nemesis. Oh, give him hell, Carney. Up the Lions. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, good on. I'll tell you, my um, my head went to a different place when you said that that was his name and the subject was um, "Am I a shit bloke?" I thought that it was his brother and he was going to rat out his other brother for cheating in the tipping cops. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. You thought there was but a conspiracy? No, it's legitimate. Yeah, I'd just like is. to... Um, this is also a probably a good point. Yep. I, um, so, Co- Colin is your nemesis, Colin, right? yeah, yeah, yep. definitely. Yep. Colin's your nemesis. What? He tweeted us just being like... He jo- oh, yeah. yeah, what's yeah. he on? He's he's on eight, uh, he's currently sitting in eighty seventh position. Oh motherfucker! You're in ninety six. 
Where am I? You've shot up the charts. You're like, you've got like seven tips on Carney. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, Probably because I tipped North Melbourne last that's week. That's because I've been focusing all my efforts on Colin Doyle. Um, Sam, well, the context, sh- Colin joined the tipping com- t- competition in round seven with the goal to beat me. <laughs> He's then caught me within five weeks. <laughs> It's because of the admin has the admin profile thing that's default on the comp is if you don't put tips and you get all the away teams. Yeah. So, yeah. so when he joined the competition, it just gave him all the away teams from rounds one to six. Yeah. So yeah. he's caught Sean and overtaken him. Uh, just to right, Colin, right. who's listening, I did put my tinfoil hat on when you mentioned that because I thought there's no possible way that you could have overtaken me after round like from round seven onwards. But nah. You have. Well well played, sir. So, yeah. And I hope to beat you this season. Uh, Fuck, so how am got... I going to do that? <laughs> so, yeah, sidekick of Dowie, yeah. Sean Carney, is yeah. currently on 61 tips. Ugh. Colin Doyle, 63. Fucking hell. Uh, we then have Tom on 67. Where's um? Where's Tom Trailbear? Actually, sorry, Tom, you're on 69. <laughs> uh, I'm a fucking child. <laughs> There's so many fucking Toms in this. <laughs> Tom Trobert, 75. Thank you very Is much. Is that you? Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, Who's hang on. winning the tips? Hang on. I'll just have a... Uh, hang on. It says me. Oh, Joel Dusha. <laughs> just a reminder that Wait, if Joel what, what wins the on? tips, no one wins the prize. So I'm a, well, I was 75. Yeah. I? Only three Ooh. off. Three I'm off the in pace. striking range. Big chance. You, and and I you, like your competition because you get that extra point if you get them all right. Not, yeah. that, not that it's happened yet. Mind <laughs> you, twice this season, mm-hmm. I haven't got perfect tips because of the Essendon game. I've only tipped the Essendon game right twice. So can I ask you, you tip Essendon every week? No. No. Because oh, if I would, I would have, I would have got it four. No, I've only tipped – I tipped – I tipped it correct when we lost to Hawthorne, so I tipped to Hawthorne, oh, and then sad. I got I got it right over the weekend. But every other every other round, did you pitch along? Of course, you hate us, but I don't tip out of spite. I will from now on yeah, because I'm learning from. Yeah, you. yeah. I got um, six this week because I tipped like an idiot. There you go. All right, <laughs> and so tip out of spite. I'm on seventy eight. I have not tipped against Essendon once. I want to. Yeah, put well, this- no. If I if I tipped us, then I would have had an extra two. But um, there was yeah, a week go. where if people had tipped what we predicted. They got nine. They would have got nine. Yeah, and the right. average- no one did because they don't listen to us. <laughs> Which, I, fair enough. I want to put this out to the listeners. The person who gets the like the person who finishes the highest and who has never tipped against their team this season, they're the winner in my eyes. Well, uh, so, <laughs> so it's going to be me twice. <laughs> Wait, have you not tipped against Essendon? No. Oh, well, you're a fucking champion. Yeah, that's fucking right. Essendon well every week, mate. I misjudged you, Joel Dusha. Yeah. But tip, tipping, you don't tip with your heart. Tipping no, you fucking do. Nah, because every week, you got to, I believe every week, <laughs> Brisbane are a chance to win. They're and, a mathematical they're possibility, possibility of winning. I'm not going to tip Essendon on the weekend. Yeah, but you're tipping, tipping's about using your brain. You've got to try and win a competition. Yeah, you but if you actually believe in heart. the team, if you believe in the team you go for, yeah. Bulldogs are a fucking comp- chance every week, no, especially this still, season. You can watch the game. You watch the game and you yeah. go, I believe, but your tipping is a completely different thing. Then what happens if they win and I haven't tipped them? Then I feel like a sack of shit. Then you've got to put up with that. No, <laughs> I won't put up with that because I'll never tip against them. I can't. I can't. It's not in my hey, makeup. Dusha, I can't do it. Have we got any more emails? We've got a couple more, yeah. So we've got one from Drew. Hey, the boys. Trying to pick a team. What's a team where I can sing the theme song and not look slash sound like a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, champs. 
Well, he spelled chance with an N and not an M. Maybe he was drunk. I appreciate that, Drew. Thanks, I hope chance. <laughs> you don't want to go for Frio. No. Or, or Port. Um, mm. West Coast's theme is like a Bon Jovi uh, fucking ballad. Richmond. Let's start at the top. Who's got the yeah. bet? Richmond is a good one. Yeah. Carlton is a good one. I, I've Bombers always liked, is good. I've always liked Melbourne's because Melbourne's as schoolboy footies, yeah, yeah, yeah. the same ones. So um, like North Melbourne's is a good one to get North around. North Melbourne's great. If they do the whole version of it. Sydney's is good. Yep. Sydney's got a banjo yeah, yeah, solo yeah. in it. I yeah. like the Brisbane one on the rare occasion I hear it. Yeah. Um, uh, Carlton's is Carlton, Melbourne, Richmond, probably a Sydney. Here's a North. question. We think Drew's a good bloke. Yeah. Let's give him someone like a Richmond or a. Richmond. Let's give him a good take. No, nah, give him Richmond because there is nothing better that than, is the best than, that, yeah. than, than the yellow and black yeah. at the end of that song. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a great song to sing like at the pub. I went to the Dreamtime game a couple of years ago with Michaela, who'd never been to a Richmond game before. Um, just the way the footy had gone, and where the song's being sung at the start of the game. She's been to footy like she goes to footy all the time, so she's used to people singing the song. And it gets to the yellow and black at the start, and she's like, "What is that?" <laughs> I'm like, "That's what they do." She goes, "Do they do that every time?" I'm like, "Wait, see if they win." And I think it was one of the ones where they won, and it was the one where they like they came back and. Ran away. Like it was a huge game, and they it was the crowd went off its face. We walked out, McCullough's like, I need to go to every Richmond game. That is the best. (laughs) When 80,000 people are just yelling yellow and black during a silence in the music, that's like, oh, it's the best. Yeah, it is pretty good. I remember when they won the flag last year and they were trying to do the the interviews and all the post match stuff. And you and couldn't just, hear anything. He, yeah, you could just every time that came to that part in the song, it was just like this <laughs> because sound. I mean, this, the music drops when yeah. that yellow and black comes in because yeah. it's just in, there's no there's a beat in the music. Oh, it's good. Anyway, all right. Next email from Nathan. Hello to my favorite footy conversa- <laughs> conversationalists. Nice. Uh, I'm writing to you from the US. I've never heard. Uh, I'd never heard of your glorious sport until you started the show. However, I need a team to support that reflects my favorite football team, the Chicago Bears. They're one of the only original teams in the league, and they were great about 30 years ago, but they've been adequate at best since then. Bombers. I've been growing disillusioned with my sport and want to jump onto a more exciting sport with the guys who love the game more than the paycheck. Best of luck. Up the boys, Nathan. I, Thanks for the email. I think it might be Melbourne. 30 years? No, when was Melbourne good? Or Rich- Richmond. Richmond. But- Richmond. 30 years between premierships, and they were one of the original teams. Yeah. Yeah. We've been very supportive yeah. of Richmond. Yeah, tonight. you're giving another, you know. Yeah, I want to get everyone on board Richmond. So you know when what? we win, I can drive a stake nah, through nah, their nah, hearts nah. next week. <laughs> nah. <laughs> fuck, you know what? Fuck Richmond. My granddad went for Melbourne. Make him Melbourne. Melbourne? Yeah. Melbourne. Enjoy yeah, Barrican Melbourne. for Melbourne. Enjoy Max Gorn is a mountain of a man. He's a bear. Yeah. Uh, hey. Max Gorn is a bear. That's true. And Jack Viney is your favourite player. He's my favourite player. Who is, just, just on that, who is the favorite, your favourite player at another club? Oh. Because yours is Viney. Yep. Any other player in the AFL that you just love watching? Oh, i got a few. Like, I love Natanui, obviously. Everyone loves Natanui. Yeah, He's I fucking know. awesome. You, you want me to pick. You want a deeper cut than that, don't you? Give well, me a second. So, mine's Chad Wingard. <laughs> I just like him. <laughs> because. He's good. He's just he's exciting. When he's, when he's on. And he was on on the weekend. awesome. I just like watching him. And I love Natanui. But, yeah. I, I used to have. Right. Favorites not from my team, and now I, I'm struggling to think of someone who I'm like. There's obviously like gun players. Who do you used to have? Well, I I I I, re- I love watching Buddy because he's so exciting and talented, but he's a fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> like I for to like back in Brisbane's glory days when we had good players, I used to love Andrew McLeod. 
from Adelaide. Yeah. yeah. He was just great to watch. I used to love Adam good. Goods, actually. Oh, Adam Goods. Goods. Loved yeah. Adam Goods. He was just a gun. I, I love Lenny Hayes. I've oh. never loved another footballer as much as I love Lenny him. Hayes is that player for a lot of people, I reckon. Yeah. Lenny no, Hayes, oh, uh, Robert uh, you know Harvey, what? like those yeah, kind yeah, of... I've yeah. fucking loved watching Barry Hall play as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, like... Oh, of course you did. You know, what of I think course of, you did. You know what I think of Lenny Hayes? Fucking dog. Oh. Oh. I hate him. Nice why? guy, Lenny. No, he's not. He's a piece of shit, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. One day at Etihad Stadium, St Kilda versus Brisbane, <laughs> ball's gone past them. He... Holds out his elbow and clips my man Timmy nodding in the in the cheek, in the jaw. Uh. Broke the jaw. Cunt. Fucking hate him. <laughs> How do you know it was his fault? Maybe this Tim nodding. Because he put an elbow fault. out. Tim nodding's there for the ball. And then Lenny maybe Hayes he, winged him. Maybe it was air in his underarms and Tim Nodding's come along and gone, I'm gonna headbutt your elbow there, Lenny. Dusha, can Should we get suspended? Didn't. Can we get these two nice on a Lenny. show like forever? Yes. Just, we I... can just leave. They can just do the show and just yell at one another. Any more emails or is that uh all we got? No, this we've got week? we've got a nice one to end on, actually. Oh lovely. I like it. Uh just just I, like... I, just, I just don't want you guys to kill one another <laughs> in just, front of me. I can't be witness to another murder. And like an email to Because I saw on... one on the weekend. Yeah, guys. <laughs> and this email is great because it uh, it ends in the spirit of the show, which uh, it's been liking a little bit today's episode. I feel just how good footy is, <laughs> boys, lads, fellas, mates, men. How fucking good is footy? Finally, after th- uh, this is from Cameron, by the way. Finally, after three weeks of toast and post ma- match depression, TM, <laughs> my mighty Dockers won a match even without Fife, and oh my, what a match it was! Things look bearable for the next few weeks. But they will be danger games because we are versing Carlton and Brisbane. Joel, congrats on the win. In brackets, is Heppel still alive? Yes. <laughs> uh, and Carno, I'm so sorry you showed some good stuff. And it's not mathematical possible anymore, but there's always next year. Also, Tom, if Freo can't storm home and win the grand final, I'll be rooting for the Cats because fuck me, how good are the Holy Trinity? Cheers, boys. May yeah. many, many roasts come your way. Go on, you Cam. I love Cam. What a beautiful oh, email. Thanks, Cam. Is he our resident Freo supporter? Yeah, I think he is. Is Cam the guy who bought the shirt? I the think purple so. shirt? Either way, champion. Good on you, mate. Cam, you're a great bloke. Thanks for the email. I've really lifted everyone's spirits. So if people want to send us an email to lift our spirits, yes. Uh, how do they do that, Joel Dusha? <laughs> oh, you've thrown it back to me. Yeah. You can email us at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com. You can tweet us at howgoodsfooty. Uh, you can find me on Twitter personally at douche13. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. I'm at Awkward Trade. And uh, where can we find you, Sam? I'm at human underscore ordinary one, the worst Twitter handle in the in the known world. I hate it. Um, and, and while we're talking about human ordinary, yeah. I can plug it, can I? You can absolutely plug your podcast because cool. it's great. Oh, thanks. It um, is good. Yeah, I've got a podcast. It's probably a li- certainly a little bit different to this. Um, I do stories. So it's like a narrative show. So you can check that out. A new season just say. started, right? New season just started. It's yeah. a great time to jump into yeah, the podcast. Yeah, just kicked off and I'll have another. So you, you can hear a new episode up is up now and a new episode will be up next week. Um, that's about it. Do you want to tell us a little bit about like the story of this season? or The story of this season is, I think, is me trying to get a handle on who the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. Trying to, yeah, so like learning other people's stories in order to get a bit of bit more of understanding about uh, what kind of person I am. So yeah, it's a bit uh, it's a bit vague this year, but I will be doing a story on a local professional wrestling outfit here in Melbourne. So 
You can t- stay tuned for that one. Yeah, that's well. good. And yeah. it's a, like, I'm not even just saying this. It's a great podcast. Everyone should check it, it out. It is a very good podcast. Oh, Sam, there's actually, um, season three is a good entry point, but there's another one back in season one where you did a, a story about the Essendon of um, cheer squad. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Back So that, that story, yeah, is about um, all the people that sort of make the banners and put up the banners on, on the ground and all that. So story is called uh, uh, um, Pride, Passion and Glory. So it's about all the bombers. So that's probably supporters. a great place if you're looking to hear more about AFL. Listen to that one first. Yeah, yeah. Podcast. Yeah, Learn sweet. about the fanaticalness of the sport. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show and thanks, thanks for yelling at Sean. It was good. We all I had fun. It. I had fun. Yeah, good. Well, this is great. And we learned something. And we, we learned something. I'm sure of it. <laughs> oh, yes. Tom, you've got a thing. I can I the... plug something? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, Tom. I've got a. If you're in Melbourne in the next um, two weeks, I've got a play on uh, at the. I should have remembered the Bluestone Arts Place, Bluestone Church Centre. Thank you, Bluestone Church Centre in Footerscray. Um, the show's called Dead Air, um, and uh, you can get tickets, and you should get tickets and come and see it. Where can mm. they get tickets, Tom? Oh, that's a really good question, Sean. What's uh, it like doing <laughs> the worst <laughs> plug? Well, I was like, ever oh, committed I should do a plug. And as I started talking, I was like, I have none of the relevant information on hand. They should tweet you at, at Awkward and ask for information. I, how about this? I will tweet uh, information about the show and I'll pin that tweet to my and just um, Also, while we're weeks. here, uh, the show is having a limited uh, two-week run um, and you can get tickets at bittenbyproductions.com. And you should get a ticket and a seat because it's Tom's show, so there's no standing room. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Fucking get around your oh. boys, Tom. <laughs>